Let's go! Hello, good morning, afternoon, or indeed good bloody well evening to all of our wonderful listeners. This is our finally fantastic podcast, aptly named Switch Island. And to get things started this week, I want to introduce you to the three chatty chaps. That's right, three. Uh, that I'm going to be chatting all things direct with. So first off, it's our southern brother from a more affluent mother. Mark, how the devil are you? Hey guys, very well. Very well. And what's your, uh, your Twitter machine, Mark, this week? This week, it is at Smark Tweeter. <laughs> Just uh, for anyone there that knows it keeps on changing every week. And uh, my other co-host <laughs> is the Brain Train, famous for flying multiple digital planes. Pete, and your Twitter machine, mate. At G-Cube Preacher, are same well? as ever. Are you well? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, don't well. talk about Monster on there. <laughs> Finally, he's finally on the poddy, the smooth southerner that can blossom tails better than the devs themselves. Stevie, a.k.a. Age of Boredom. How are you, Stevie? I'm pretty good. I've been enjoying bread week this week. You've been enjoying bread week and baguette apparently is your least favorite bread for the listeners at home. 100% percent worst bread. It is a waste. Brioche for me. Uh, I am your moderator, your muse, Dan, and my Twitter machine is at DannyWard2707. And apparently guys, we are big in Bolivia. Is that right? Yeah, I, I, that's what I've always wanted to be big in. Yeah, it's fine. So anyway, we are Switch Island and we are now going to talk into your ear holes about our beloved Nintendo. Uh, so if you like sports, please give this podcast a sub on the service you're using or follow us on Twitter and it's at Switch underscore Island or check us out on the interweb, which is www.switchisland.co.uk. How are we, boys? It has been an hour. We have been in the room. We have been trying. We've had technical challenges. We've had, you know what? I think we know Stevie better than his own girlfriend though that's that's probably accurate actually yeah. <laughs> you know what the radio silence after me making an awkward joke it, you have to get used to it i'm really really sorry about that so it's been an exciting week in the world of nintendo it has it has i love the time just after a direct as well well just before and after the excitement and the hype that builds we always have the uh i think the first couple of hours where people are kicking off because some X, Y, or Z hasn't been announced that they really, really wanted. Mm. Therefore, the whole internet needs to shut down and listen to them. And you go through that moment and then you get the people that are just super, super positive, which I think all four of us were pretty much over the direct. Yeah, I think we are really positive about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we are. How about you, Mark? Positive? Yeah, I mean, I just feel sorry for those the Final Fantasy VIII fans, you know, just yeah. out there crying. Yeah, okay, for all the Squall and Renoa fans out there. That's right, guys, I'm a Final Fantasy expert, and we will be getting into that <laughs> later in the podcast, so I think it's worthwhile if we start to go down uh, the list of announcements that were made. So if you give me two seconds, and I will get them up for us. There we go. Wow. What a list that, that is. That is a big list. So first, foremost, um, I think we need to go with the Master of Luigi. Uh, Mark, Luigi's Mansion 3? I'm excited about this. You're it's excited? one of those games where you think, did I play the second one? And I didn't, actually, because it was on the 3DS. <laughs> I think it was, uh, what was it, Curse of the Moon, Dark Moon? Didn't play that one, but played the original on the GameCube. That's a classic. So I'd be really excited to see that come to HD can't wait so my understanding is the first one was pretty quick it was only like a five or six hour game and then the second one was meant to be like a 15 20 hour game so by that math this one's going to be 40 to 60 hours open world <laughs> rpg <laughs> it's like a massive open mansion like a huge mansion with thousands of rooms like dan's house you're on the meet again there mark 
<laughs> House count mead. House count mead. Got what I need. Stevie, uh, Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> That's like his, uh, do you know, like Lannister always pays their debts. Mark's like, House code of mead. That's house all I need. Mead. For anyone that is southern listening to this or from a different country, house coat is the scouse equivalent of a dressing gown. Or a robe. Ah, bathrobe. Bathrobe, yeah. Okay. Call it. There you go, you got it now. Stevie, right, Luigi's right. Mansion, did you play it? I've never played it in my life. I didn't or, play it either. No. Or the second one. I didn't play the second one either. Because Pete, what, have you what played it, come out on? Well, yeah, it came out on the GameCube. I, I think... I might be mistaken. I haven't checked my facts on this, but it was one of the. It was either one of the first or one of the very yeah. early ones because it was. Yeah, I remember it being one of the first I got for my GameCube, and I loved the atmosphere of it. Um, I think it's we've got kind of a renaissance of GameCube at the moment because hmm. I, I know we'll talk about it later. There was Crystal Chronicles, which was a GameCube one that's been announced. In yeah, it. yeah, and Luigi's Mansion Three. I think I don't know. I, it, like as someone who really likes the GameCube, it's quite nice. Yeah. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Have you got any fond memories of GameCube, gents? Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. I played that on the Wii, actually. Good show. It's game. been re-released yeah. that many times on every console. I think I yeah. bought it three times. That'll be back for Switch before too long, I think. Yeah, no, it will. And Give it an would, HD it would have a good, that would be nice. Yeah, it would have a nice home there. I think a lot of people would play that again. Well, they've got the Resi 2 remake coming on PlayStation, I think, so I don't know whether or not that'll find its way over to a, a Nintendo console in the future. No, I think be very, very um, nice. Wind Waker would have to be my choice for the GameCube, I think. Oh, Classic, yeah. Very, very Clap. good choice. Great game. I liked it. Uh, so, 3DS announcements. I can kind of skip through a couple of these. Guys, stop me if you feel especially passionate about Can I Kirby. just check? Does Mark still have his 3DS? Oh, do you? Yeah, I've got a My Majora's Mask 3DS. Yeah, Is it in the house played, um <laughs> I played uh, it's not actually I don't keep it in the pocket of the house coat because <laughs> you know sometimes I get into that and I'm a bit damp it's in the smoking jacket and so I didn't want to <laughs> it's in the smoking jacket <laughs> yeah no I still I haven't played my 3DS in a while I don't know about you has anyone who's got one here I, I had one in the past yeah okay. I had one in the past Stevie have you got one uh, I had a DS once once and that was enough once. one day <laughs> just had it a day it was fine I think I think an ex-girlfriend has it now Ooh, possibly you think or you know because we've got a couple of scousers here that are willing to break in and try and get it back for you <laughs> actually she uh lives down uh down near mark actually so maybe, oh, yeah. okay maybe meet up on the <laughs> south coast how does he know where i live yeah. <laughs> it's outside <laughs> yeah. it's well, no, you in the other room I, I thought i could hear something next door i don't just for the just to pause the podcast for everyone and just to try and explain exactly what stevie looks like to them um he looks like a force ghost because he's got like a pink shirt on there's like oh, a pink hue in the room as well it is eerily eerily good isn't it yeah, yeah i'm just expecting like young anakin to appear next he, to him or he is like the purple version of what they did to luigi in the 3d in this yes. 3ds version of luigi's That's mansion a very, very good point i like it nice yeah, segue. just bringing it back i was bringing, <laughs> yeah, it, bringing back. it back <laughs> keeping us honest so i was through so for your purpose mark i suppose so uh, the 3ds game so kirby's extra epic yarn you gonna get that i might get that because i didn't get that for the wii actually and i haven't oh, played yeah. like a really great kirby game in a while there was that the robot chobo bobo bot or something it was called that came out a while ago i played the demo of that that was great didn't like the um, the new one for the Switch too much. It was very, very simple. Felt like All it was just... All-star allies. Just doing it. That's it. Thank you. It felt like it was just doing everything on rail, on like, doing everything for you. Um, Scored so, pretty well. 
remember uh, yeah. seeing a couple of reviews for it and saying it was quite well fun. I was really looking forward to it because it said it was going to have really good couch co-op and we do love a bit of couch co-op around here but uh, nah. <laughs> it was like it was alright but no this one yeah I might pick it up mm, cool. graphics look good so next one uh, Mario and Luigi's Bowser's Inside Journey and Bowser Jr's Journey say that 10 times after a glass of mead mark I've not played any of those actually those sort of um, uh, I've not really played many RPGs actually as we'll probably get on to later <laughs> God well, well, um, you've and, got and the right console for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't played any um, of the the Mario and Luigi RPGs or any of those, so, so I'm not probably gonna, not going to pick that up. No. So we got Luigi's Mansion remastered, potentially. No, probably not. Played no. it again. Uh, Yokai Watch Blasters. I think it's just a series that has completely passed me by. Reminds me. Of that Digimon. just sounds like a load of random words. <laughs> it does, like, doesn't it? Yeah, if it quite literally does, just throw them all in. Uh, what do you want to call it? <sighs> I Yo-kai. think it's one of those games where the hope was that it was going to be like another Pokemon for like a new franchise like that, but it hasn't sort of, you know, hasn't got traction. Yeah, it seems to be that way. And I think when you've got a couple of these kind of games, they um, it just, they just seem to build on the existing Pokemon strategy and then try and make it more complicated and then expect people just to buy into it. It's like, well, hold on. No, that's not really going to work. Um, so that's it for 3DS, Mark. Are you, are you particularly enthused about those? I mean, I would pick up my 3DS again for um, if if they gave me a re-release of any of the Castlevania classics from the DS or the Advance. I'd probably, if they released, like um, uh, maybe Skyward Sword or something. If something like that came out that was suitably mm. big and I could really get excited about it. If there was like a Samus Returns 2 or something like that, then I'd probably... Uh, pick up my 3ds again but it would have to be a really big thing to make me like go through the drawer dust it off check if it's charged wait five minutes for it to load up <laughs> you know and then download the game would probably take a good while to crunch through the old um mm. the e-shop on that was never the fastest so it'd really have to be quite special Sorry, um, but I'll, I'll be keeping it because it's got the majora's mask and uh, ocarina of time on it the remakes and they the definitive versions of those games and they're both brilliant on the 3ds so yeah. highly yeah cool i mean is this time for a, a bit of a broader point i mean we were saying a while back that like the 3ds was a like it's too big to kill almost isn't it yeah but, it just seemed to be just on the like, so again kirby's actually like, the, like the baguette i think like the baguette uh mario and luigi's bounce inside journey luigi's mansion the okay watch blasters uh, yeah, I'm starting to think it's it's a bit of a goner. Is there anything on there that's come or anything coming out on the 3DS that's massive? Oh, I don't know. I mean, do you, uh, we're getting a bit off. This is becoming like the 3DS podcast, isn't it? A bit, but I mean, what 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 do you think, Stevie? The the idea of the 3DS? Would you see that wrapped up in the the Switch expanding? Do you see it being like the the replacement for 3DS? Or I kind of think it's going to be like they're kind of keeping it on live support, really, aren't they? For the people that have it and don't want to buy a switch they're just releasing like a game every three months or or so i mean these these are all like first party games but is there actually like any announced like third party games still coming out for the system or that's a good question yeah yeah i'm not not too mm. sure to be honest, it's I not think. got the high profile of a direct has it like if, if they are they're not on there or again i think what's most interesting we'll get onto the switch games in a second but the fact that they're paying so much lip service to games that have already been announced and kind of going right now we've got a big release date for it or we've got more information on and I think if there is a 3DS game out there that we're not aware of, 
um, a third party, which is a big announcement. And the fact that they're not kind of, you know, shoehorning it into a direct just to kind of keep people entertained yeah, with it. Hasn't got the spotlight, yeah, has it? Exactly. Yeah, no, and they're not. They're not. There was no announcement for like a, a bravely default three, like a bravely third or something. Has that we've not had that. But I think the success of games like that on the 3DS from third parties has probably encouraged Square Enix to open the floodgates right now and um, you know at the moment because that would have been the precursor to the relationship starting up again yeah so the next block of games so these now we're moving on to the switch stuff so um i'll explain that this block really disappointed me and i was i was starting to get quite disheartened with the direct so we got splatoon 2 version (laughs) 4.0 then we got Mega Man 11 then we got mario tennis aces major new update then we got the capcom beat-em-up bundle at the end of those i was just like for god's sake what what you know this is great and it's good you know again fan service for people out there that have got splatoon or got mario tennis aces or absolutely love mega man but it's like well we've kind of heard about all this anyway and the splatoon thing does anybody actually understand what any of that was well it didn't it was like a music video for splatoon (laughs) before splatoon existed or something it was like a strange showreel but actually some of the things they've introduced for it are pretty cool actually especially the fact that you can join a team now so when the three of us have played before we've complained about um you know one of us will get split to the other team and we can't lock us to one team but now Mm. you can you can just stay on the same team and it randomly if there's only three of you will randomly bring in a fourth member um and it won't split you off to the the opposite opposition so that's quite cool you'll miss that opportunity of of me just perched on a tower shooting the the range blaster we we need you on our side mate because you're just (laughs) he's too good that range blaster predator just just thinking this guys but um stevie do you play splatoon uh, not for a little while, but I do, I do actually really like it. Like I quite like uh, Salmon Run as well. That's like a yeah, pretty yeah. pretty you're solid in, mate. mode. You're in. It's fine. It's okay. You're in. As long as you're that, relatively good with a gun, you're in. The shirt. The shirt says that you play Splatoon sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Garish color. Come on, mate. No, the shirt's I, I, fine. I wish. Okay. I wish. No, there's this, nothing wrong with this shirt. I love it. Could be um, work. Could be wearing a waistcoat. <laughs> it's underneath the uh, shirt. Is it <laughs> a, a, an odd fashion choice, admittedly? But you know, that's what you what go have for. You under the shirt, <laughs> Actually, it's just, well, is that not? It's just hair. <laughs> is that not just evidence of the north-south divide? There, Ooh. they wear underneath their shirts a waistcoat. We have a stab vest. But to be fair, it was I mean, obviously two, <laughs> 2002 when we started wearing underwear. I think yeah. that's when it was introduced to shops around here. Um, so, to I'll be those, honest, <laughs> go on. Though. So, I am in South London, so the uh, the waistcoat does double up as a stab vest. Oh, there we go, that's fine. It's got etch off the police sign on the back of it. Right? Um, so is anyone particularly, so Splatoon version 4.0, you know what, Mark, I didn't know about that version where you're saying you can stay on the same team, so it makes sense. I think it very much is segue to go, right, guys, remember about Splatoon 2, we're going to tell you much about the online service soon as well. So, yeah, yeah this is something you're going to want to play. It feeds into that idea that the game that comes out on the Switch of a particular franchise is that console's generation version of it. I don't think we're ever going to see a Splatoon 3, are we? We're, we're going to constantly see, like, these kind of big updates and changes and I think that's a good thing if you've paid your ticket price like it, it's nice to see it constantly getting updated and developed yeah and, that's and I was listening point. to the uh, the NVC podcast they seem to think from watching that trailer that this version 4 trailer that there were hints of um, a battle royale mode but I didn't really pick that up what no, do you guys think no I didn't yeah didn't it say something like times 100 or something on there 
Okay. Ah, mm. right. Okay, that makes oh. sense. Would I? Because would that, I enjoy that? Mm, how would that work? Well, one thing I did notice, um, and just whilst we're talking about this battle royale thing, I know Fortnite is like a movement and everything. Um, but the thing that's turned my head away from Splatoon isn't Fortnite. It was Paladins, like a tighter, closer, more tactical, kind of more kind of with rules and scaffolding shooter, if, mm. if you get me. So I think if it did have the Battle Royale mode, I'd, I'd feel like that was getting further away from what, what I quite like, which is team-based, yeah. tight, competitive nature of it. I, I'm not sure what you, what your opinions are, guys. Steve, Like, if you got an opinion on that? Would you like a Battle Royale mode in it? Maybe not Battle Royale, but like, you know, in Fortnite, when you have the big like 50 versus 50 matches and mm. that kind of thing, that, that could be quite interesting. Or like, uh, like multiple teams, so like a more larger multiplayer experience, it could be quite fun. So if it was like three or four teams, like mm. in a big arena, that could be not like Fortnite big, but you know, just like a, a big map. Big enough. Yeah. I think that, that yeah. makes sense. Imagine and the Pete. optics on that. Imagine what that just, imagine if you were spectating for a second on a, maybe 3v3 team Splatoon match. Imagine what that would look like as well. I like the idea of that. I know they use the word Splatfest, but that quite literally yeah. would be a Splatfest. <laughs> it yeah. would be a Splatfest. What about... Like, um, a, like a Jackson Pollock mode. There you yes. go. Yeah. yeah, the Pollock. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Bit, bit of culture. That's what I bring to this podcast. They could call it... That's exactly what we need. Splatoon period features. Splatoon. Um... Pete, and would you like like vehicles in it? You know, your planes and your tanks and stuff. Yeah, I see what you're aiming at, but no, I like I um, aiming. Yeah. yeah, I I don't think I I don't think I'd go for that. I mean, I like Splatoon. What it is, I, I think it, it's that weird answer to what if Nintendo did like a team based shooter. Um, and I'd be interested to see if they were going to try other things. I do like um, Stevie's idea of like mm. like a broader map um, or a, a, like more different teams. But I think if you if you stretch out Splatoon and get away from that close, almost like maelstrom of squid action. Like you maybe diluting the, the kind of chaotic nature of it. Maybe maelstrom of squid action would be a very good metal band name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like a really strange, awkward bluey. <laughs> Ooh, bit of blue. Um, so Megman 11, Mark. Jump on me. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I've been playing the demo. It's, pretty good pretty difficult actually um getting used to the new gear system that it's got um where one sort of uh slows down time and the other one gives you a bit more power but only for a brief period of time it's pretty it's pretty cool uh the graphics are interesting because it's sort of that sort of 2d 3d mix Hmm. but um there's something i can't quite put my finger on that's a little bit off about it because i've been playing like dead cells as well and that just immediately feels very fluid and very fast the movement is just just gorgeous it just feels amazing yeah. and there's something a little bit off about this Mega Man demo and i haven't quite got to grips with what it is what it is yet but maybe i'll play it a few more times and get back to you i think we're a little bit spoiled with platformers on the mm-hmm. switch and i think that's when you've gone from the likes of okay you've got shovel knight then you go on celeste and then you're moving on to even yeah. the older Mega Mans where it feels super tactile and um i don't know about yourself did you dive into celeste at all stevie or any of the platforms? Uh, I, I, I think, uh, I can't remember, was something around the, that time, like something else came out. So I was kind of like distracted by whatever my flavor of the month was then. And then I kind of, and then all the podcasts are talking about like something else, something news came out. So I probably jumped on that 
I, ju- I just missed it. So it does seem to be the thing with the console at the moment, where if you're not in in that zeitgeist, that first week of something coming out, and you kind of miss it, you go, oh, okay, now that that's gone, I'll rather enjoy it on my own time. And I think the team seems to be like certain genres where people want to jump in on day one. That fits for them. Might might be RPG. That guy in uh, Twitter stealth, he's just like RPG, RPG, JRPG, JRPG. It's every, oh, everything for me. Whereas Mark, for you, it's very much like the co-op games. Uh, for Pete, anything to do with monsters, hunting and flying tends to be his bag. And then from my perspective, it's like, well, whatever gets my boat, anything a little bit weird and wacky. I think we've got a mutual love of golf story, uh, I Steve. Think for, for you, it, it's, it seems to be like games which aren't coming out on, on say, the other main players. So if you've got it on the PlayStation or if you've got a certain game or a certain brand which is on either your Xbox or your PlayStation, then you'll buy it there. Mm. So the Switch tends to be for something either different or a change of pace or something you can't get anywhere else. I just begrudge buying any indie games on the, on the PlayStation or the Xbox now and I just, I, just, I just don't full stop. I'll only buy the exclusives because even if it's something day one will come on a home console and on Steam, I'd just rather hold out for it on Switch. And I think I did that with Fractured Butthole, not an indie, but still, I knew that was going to come to a Nintendo console at yeah, some point. Off. Yeah, so I thought, yeah, good relationship with Ubisoft, I might as well wait for it. Segwaying beautifully into something that I enjoyed, Mario Tennis Aces, uh, receives a major new update. Wouldn't really call it that. Well, you, you got dead good at that very quick, didn't you? Yeah, because I wanted to beat you. That's about pretty much the only reason why I did. Um, did either of you two dive into that? I only played the demo, actually. Um, yeah, so same same as last time we mentioned it, really. I haven't haven't picked it up since then. I've been waiting to sort of get it. It's one of those games where I just struggle to think about paying 50 quid for it. And if it was like 25, I probably would have bought it day one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good game. Stevie, did you get it at all or play it at all? Uh, pretty much the same as Mark really like mm. I, I thought I was going to be like day one on it and then I, I was probably playing something else that day and then I was like okay maybe I'll, I'll have a quick look at the reviews and everyone was kind of like oh, the single players like over in a few hours and it's kind of annoying and I kind of thought like I'm probably not going to play it too much online so I was kind of a bit out like £25 I'd probably jump in mm. and you know, have the occasional online game, but I don't, I don't like 50 quid's a bit rich for, for something yeah. I'm probably going to pay for like six hours and then that's it. Oh, Can yeah. I speak in defense of it, do you think? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, what I really enjoyed about it is is the, the uh, when you've got two players split screen, like if you're sitting yeah. with someone and, um, I mean, particularly if they're not, say, gamers or hardcore gamers, it's like, right, we're going to play tennis. Mario Tennis and, and the, it's slick it's responsive it's really good for that and I think if you can get into the online world part of it like some people are so good at it like they beat you like oh, all yeah, over completely. the place but then when you start racking together a couple of wins it feels really rewarding and the controls on it are dead tight so it's when you go into like a tournament and you get relatively far and then you come up against a Bowser and you're like, oh, for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you just know straight away. It's like, oh, for God. So you're getting absolutely tanked by him. And I was running around like Wario. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I like some of the characters that come to it. The char- Okay, the character types don't really change too much. Um, but I think you get your power ones, you get your technical technical and speed speed yeah, yeah and then average was in um, yeah like an all rounder so you kind of get what, those. Were the, what were some of the other things added didn't they add like a new um, co-op mode or something 
Yeah, there is. Mm. There's a, a new co-op yeah. mode, which which I haven't got into. I'm not sure. Has that even been released yet? I didn't check. I haven't checked. No, no, I'm not too sure. But, I mean, that, that can be online co-op as well, I believe, from what the direct was saying. Um, but anything that I could sit on the couch with again and keep playing. I mean, the missus quite likes Mario Tennis as well, so it's a, a good way for us to play a bit of games as well. So, yeah, anything co-op-wise on Mario Tennis would be a good shout it's good it's um i think the only challenge with the game and i, think I reviewed it at 6.5 i think i yeah. gave it yeah. which is by all means still a good game it's just it lost the charm of some of the older mario sports games where it felt a little bit more focused i think this one was just rushed in some ways it felt as if um they had a very very refined polished game um itself but then they were like well we need to shoehorn in a you know, um, a single player game. I would have been fine with it just being multiplayer or fine with it just being like a, a bog standard kind of challenge system for a single player game and a couple of different cups, just like Mario Kart, if they really refined it a little bit better. Um, however, I think they felt they needed to, like I said, put in something for uh, for the kids. Maybe. You know I mean? Yeah, but, I think I would have really liked like a, a more RPG sort of experience, a bit, a bit of a golf mm. story, um, overworld sort of you know single player mode that would have tempted me i think a lot more uh, even though the, even though the multiplayer when i played it it was great uh, i just probably don't play the online multiplayer stuff as much as i would play something like that i mean it's really um, hyper competitive multiplayer yeah, it's as well isn't it yeah. yeah yeah it's it's brutal actually like getting in that tournament setup which was really quality yeah. um and it, it 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 seemed to struggle sometimes with the connection but uh, we'll get on to uh, Nintendo Online later, <laughs> but yeah. they seem to um, to fix it for the official release. Uh, by the way, the the new update comes out um, the nineteenth of September, so next week. Yeah, so we we knew it was going to be relatively soon. So it's interesting to know that's going to be while well, we're recording this. Now at seven o'clock on a Saturday. I am sorry, guys. And uh, <laughs> so in theory, what's that? Is it Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday so Wednesday release which is a very strange day for something like that to come out I, I'm excited for it and then I keep on thinking I'm like oh yeah I'm excited just to go and pay money for something I didn't have to pay money for before <laughs> uh, we will get to that in a second so use the word brutal a second ago Mark so I'm going to segue into Capcom beat em up bundle mm. Any anyone interested? Nice. I was uh, I was pretty interested when it was like King of Fighters and I was like yes yeah. Yeah. I will buy King of Fighters and then it was like but it's a bundle with all these games. And I'm like, I'm sure these are great games, yeah. but I just want King of Fighters. Can I just give you money for King of Fighters? Like, I don't <laughs> want the other games. Like, I, I don't want to pay like... I love how you bartering with Nintendo <laughs> guys. Yeah. With Capcom. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't need like, uh, you know, a 15 gig download. I just want three of those gigs. So I'll give you, you know, a fifth of the price. Can we do that? Take it or leave it. Wow. Like, <laughs> we, we said my Twitter at the start, so Capcom, get at me. And yeah. uh, slide into my DMs and let me know, because just want that King of Fighters. Nice. Don't say that. Capcom's going to come for you in the night now. I said, oh, King of Fighters, it's a uh, Final Fight, isn't it? Not King of Fighters, it's SNK. Uh, it is Final Fight, yeah. It yeah, is Final, Final Fight. Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they both have Terry Bogue got him, right? Uh, I can't the, remember the guy in the hat the, the guy with yes. the hat yes yeah you're right you're completely right the, you, the Tom re- Nook what the hell has the thing I was starting to think I was starting to think Mark actually you're in your dark room with only your laptop light in your mm. face 
You were looking a little bit Tom Nook then. Has <laughs> your, your T-shirt got a lot of birds on it? It has got you a lot of birds. You love birds, don't you? I love what? Yeah. By birds, by the way, I'm not talking about the sudden... Um, yeah, you're northern. Yeah, reference to, to women. I'm talking about actual birds. Is that the, is that the topic the of the avian variety? Yeah, the avian variety. Can you wear that to EGX? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's probably slightly more relevant to our Nintendo podcast than... A God of War t-shirt, but you know, anyway, carry on. That's fine. You, you, you look like tired. Burns, burns. No, it's absolutely fine. You look like a magician. No. Carry on. Uh, so <laughs> the best part of the Capcom you beat You wait till I'm wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about his thong. Um, so Capcom beam up bundle. The best part about it, and this is where the, the direct started taking off for me, was when it said write online multiplayer for them. And I was like, that is awesome. Now, um, again, King of Fighters, if, uh, King of Fighter, when you're putting that on online Final multiplayer. Fight. Final Final, oh, for God's Steve, what have you done? Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez, boys, you set me off. Right, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. They didn't change the Boom. name. They didn't change right. the name. They, they didn't, didn't change, change the name. name. I think quite they, surprised. They, I think they should have done it. It's really clunky. How isn't old's it? this game? It was the launch on um, the Wii U, wasn't it? So what's that? So what's 20, that? Oh, 2016? 20... Who, who can remember? <laughs> it was a long time ago. Oh, so wasn't hmm. it when, like, London Olympics... 2012. Really? Was it that long ago? Was it, no, 2012 wasn't the Olympics, was it? Was right. it 2014? So you boys, if you can kind of summarise anyone that had it, um, exactly what the game is to me, because I've never played it, but I look very excited. Um, the last game I played like this was Super Mario Run. Um, what was that? It's very much like a 2D... Have you played a 2D Mario game before? No, I've never, never played it. David Blaine. <laughs> if you want to play the Blaine game... <laughs> um, God, I've forgotten what I was going to say. Yeah, it's it's like that with with graphics that not everyone's happy with. So it says on here 164 plus levels. That sounds excessive. No, it sounds Is about it right. Like, yeah, I mm. mean, Mark, you had this on your, your on your Wii U, didn't you? Did you have it as well, Pete? Yeah, I, I, I had it. Had yeah, it. Um, I didn't. There was the Luigi U. Um, mm. one that came which I never got but I always heard people say was was probably the better of the two uh, yeah it depends probably on your taste because the Luigi U was the level sort of redesigned to be um, and you're given a minute on the clock straight away so as soon as you start you're counting down 59, 58 and you only get that amount of time to get to the end of the level and they're sort of super pared down levels Um and the stress was really there because you've only got that time. But and because of Luigi's sort of jumping is sort of quite flighty and floaty, so you sort of jump and he sort of hovers a, a slightly more than Mario. So yeah. you've got to get used to that technique as well. So it's quite interesting. So they've they've put a couple of extra characters into it, a very akin to mm. the game that shall not be named, uh, Funky Mode, um, where it seems to make it a lot easier. I think that was Donkey Kong actually, Dan. You've probably forgotten, but it's Donkey Kong Tropical that. Freeze. They Don't want to talk about it, Mark. Donkey, like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So the easy mode, which character is it? I can't remember. Toadette. Toadette, yeah. She I think puts they, a crown she on. new, isn't she? I yeah. thought it was the one that was the little thief. They got the rabbit. They got the, yeah, you got oh, the rabbit. Yeah, you are right, yeah. He, he can't get hurt by enemies. And Toadette, when you get a crown, it turns into Peachette, which see, in, Twitter literally lost their mind and were like, is this canon? <laughs> Oh is my this god, canon? is this canon? Is is the mushroom a person? Like and literally mm. people's minds are exploding. It was like 
look, it's it's a computer game. You can just suspend reality. It's not reality. Like it's cool. Anything can be anything. Like Sonic the Hedgehog can be a blue hedgehog, and then he can pick up a power up and be yellow. Like you don't have to watch him like proc side his hair or something. I just like the idea that for some reason Peachette's been smacked at some point and then reverted to a mushroom. <laughs> Imagine. Oh my god, what's happened to her? She's running off here to mushroom. <laughs> Imagine um, the horror, the shame. Imagine if that happened to every character in that game. Yeah, I just imagine like Odyssey was all about that marriage, wasn't it? And then she just kind of reveals like underneath all the makeup, she's actually just a mushroom like she's the rest been a of mushroom the whole time. She's just dead good with makeup. It's like it's like Shrek with that. Yeah, it's so like Shrek, yeah. That game came out in eight, uh, November 2012. That's oh, when that, that last 2012, God. That's a very old so game. It's so, a quality game. I like if you if you are a fan of platformers and obviously Mario in general, then it, 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 it's going to be a day one pickup for me because I love platformers and loved it on the Wii U, and I'll, I'll probably enjoy it all over again in handheld mode. I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't think I am, mate. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I did enjoy no, it. I really yeah. did enjoy it. Um, but I, I remember um, kind of putting it down after a while on the Wii U. I never completed it, and, and most other Mario games I've completed. Um, I mean, not collected everything in them, but I've I've played them to like every level and such. But but that one wasn't. I, that was when I stopped playing. Mm. It's interesting. I think it's one of those games where if you you've got a hankering for something like that, then it's very much worth it. If it comes out and it's fifty quid game, I'm going to be very hard pressed to buy it. I'd rather it is going it is going to be, mm. isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, it it's will be streaming. Yeah. So it's it's bundled in around. with Luigi, isn't it? What were you going to say? I just. They're all fifty quid, aren't they? The first, <laughs> the first fight again. The, the only one that isn't is uh, Captain Toad. Well, I can afford it. Um, so next one, Katamari Damaki Reroll. Anyone ever played Katamari? It looks very zany, doesn't it? I've never played you, it. I've so what, it's it. a rolling ball of food. Yes. Uh, of you, junk, uh, isn't it? Yeah, you start rolling like stuff like on a desk, like paper clips and stuff, and it gets bigger and bigger. And then, like by the end, you're just like rolling over cities and. What what's the point? What what's the game though? What's the point? It's, <laughs> what it's, the it's point? like why does it's he one of those Japanese? Oh no, I've got very existential about all games. All the time. Oh no, <laughs> what is the point? Uh, where's my house going? Actually, I, I think I think it is like the developers probably ate some mushrooms and like not mm. you know, uh, okay. and then kind of had like a uh, mind altering experience. Did like from Mario Odyssey actually? It rem- there's something about it reminded me of that. Oh, just the, the bonkers colours. The bonkers yeah, the bonkers colours, yeah. But, uh, no, I, I had a friend back in the day when this came out. I say on... that did this. <laughs> what, what My friend used to make a, a ball and he used to roll it round <laughs> <Yeah>. central London. <laughs> <laughs> He's in prison this, now, this, many this people was, died. <laughs> this was back on the, uh, this was on the south coast when uh, when I was down, down in Bournemouth Way. Ah, oh, nice, okay. OG. And, My hometown. And, uh, yeah, no, it was... Oh, what was it? It was either Wii or PS2. It was kind of like, or maybe X. Oh, it was like, I was, I was, was it Game Boy? It was, oh, it was the Virtual Boy. Yeah. Um, so it was on it one was, of those. It was Something kind of around the, the time <laughs> when the, uh, the 360 and like the Wii were coming out. Um, there was a guy on my uni course who was like mad into like these mental games like this. And he, he was really into it. And I was one of those games that like, I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to get that. And then just played tons of Halo 3 instead. Yeah, sounds like pretty much everyone's uni. I just knew a lad in uni who was just really into hentai. It was very strange. 
It was you, wasn't it? Brilliant what, mate? <laughs> I don't even know what you're yeah. talking about. No, hentai. what did you say? Hentai. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you said, but I was like, no, maybe you misheard that. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you made me repeat it four times. Hentai. Yeah, sorry, hentai. Hentai. Can you, can you explain what that is for people that can't It's um, it? for farmyard animals. It's smart formal wear. So Nintendo Switch Online service is launching on September 19th. Uh, members receive exclusive offers. Uh, more info to come. We know some of that info and it is those absolutely gorgeous NES controllers that are coming out that attach to the side of the Switch like weird little ears. Mark, you're buying them. Can we, are we talking about the online now? Yes, let's talk about the online. Okay, because I'm actually a little bit upset about how everyone is getting a bit angry about it online. Why? I'm upset. I Are you upset about it? I'm not happy with it. I think it could have uh, been delivered I'm, far better. Ooh. Yeah, I, I do think the Direct, it sounded like it was explaining the internet. It was like your, yeah. your, your grand trying to explain the internet to a load of kids. <laughs> what's, what's that? <laughs> It's like, um, so you'll be able to go online and there'll be other people there and they will communicate with you. And this is all done by the linking of servers. It was like that sort of thing. It was really bizarre. By the magic of the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you've heard of electricity, you'll probably like this. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a bit surreal, but I am, I, I, I don't know why everyone's so upset. You get for 17 English pounds, you get in 20 plus NES games, which is, they're not charging for the extra packs. They're just going to keep coming. You're getting cloud saves. Like, I pay like that much, almost almost that much a, a bloody month to back up all my photos and stuff. And it's incredible value. And you're backing up all your games, all your save files. I mean, I just don't for, know why everyone's winning so games, much. I think it is for most not yeah, all games. Yeah, much, but, only a couple that it <laughs> I love does. How, I love uh, how Nintendo clapped back immediately over that and said, it's because of cheaters. It's because yeah, that's is, such yeah. an odd that is a r- ridiculous. That's it is so ridiculous. odd. So you can't back up Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, a 2018 game, because mm. they're scared that you will be able to re-transfer uh, Pokemon back and forth. But like it, the offline saves are just as able to be like manipulated and corrupted by people, aren't they? From what I gather, like just going online with these saves, I don't is see that how right. That, yeah, I believe so because I think that was the issue with Splatoon too. Like people were able to do some kind of cloak and daggery stuff to level up really, really quickly, or but with with the offline saves, like Making think, notes. Yeah, <laughs> notes. Yeah. Mark, it says you're a level mm. two thousand on Splatoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so just just to kind of touch on those NES games, then that we're getting in October. Uh, there's nothing for September yet, is there? Or is, was there stuff announced for launch? Oh yeah, there's the twenty at launch. So it's twenty. And then, at launch. You get, then they're dropping the other the sort of packs of three per month, I think, after so that. So the additional ones not I'll go October, November, December that I've got on the uh, the Evernote. So Double Dragon. So that's special, so you can play that online. Uh Gradius, Gradius, whatever that is. Uh Nez Open Tournament Golf. Solomon's Key, Super Dodgeball, and then Super Mario Brothers Three. Um, which I forgot was an S game. To be completely Super honest. Mario Bros. Three, it's, it's you know the seventeen. This is the other thing that's annoying about this because I paid on the Wii. I you were happy with this? Like, yeah, I am happy with it, but I'm anno- no, I'm annoyed at the people who are whinging about it because I paid like for Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Bros. Three and two. I was paying like five quid per title on the Wii U, and now they're all just mm-hmm. dropped boom in my lap so i mean for me the downside really of it is the fact that you're going from not paying for it for paying for it for the splatoon and stuff but for those other things i'd pay for that anyway 
I'd pay 17 quid just to back up my save data. <sighs> That's a very, very big statement. So your other competitors, in fact, before I rant, Stevie, come on, what's your take on this? Were you happy with the, the way it was presented? Are you happy with the outcome and what they're trying to give you? Well, oh, just uh, Gradius, by the way, is like an R-type. Kind of, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, sh- shoot them up. Shmup. Um, shmup, shmup, that's the one. That's the one. Like a, like a bullet hell kind of thing. Oh, okay, yeah. But, is it bullet uh, hell was even a term. Do you, do you feel any, do you feel it's worth it? Do you feel like what you're getting is enough bang for your buck for you to be happy with the 17 quid for the year? I mean, like I like you said, uh, like Mark said, I'm happy to pay for cloud saves. Like 17 quid and, yeah, and to play like Mario Kart online. Actually, the thing that I keep like like grinds my gears is people who are like, "Do I have to pay to play online games?" And it's like, well, the actual the answer is, "Do I have to pay to play Nintendo games online?" And the answer is yes. But yeah, if sure. you want to play Fortnite or Paladins, that's like it, mm. it has an asterisk, and then it says like all the first party Nintendo games, and then some some other ones like Overcooked and that kind of thing. But okay. like. Fortnite's mm. not there, Paladin's not there. So, you, if you want to play online, as long as it's not like you know Nintendo, well, as long as it's one of the games that you don't have to pay, then Cause, you can cause kind of you Fortnite can and Paladins they don't need those online dollars because they're already getting that from the other systems anyway. Like, yeah, yeah. and they've got their own servers, right? Yeah. Like Fortnite is you're playing, you're not paying Nintendo for the the servers. You've got like servers all over the world because you know you're the, one of the biggest games in the world paladins is pretty big and worldwide so they've got the servers so yeah, yeah it's just e- everywhere like people are, like losing their mind about like having to pay it's like well you don't have to pay just you only have to pay if you want to play these games yeah but, I, think- I mean I'm, I'm happy to play uh, to, to play to pay to play like it's it's a decent service as long as like you know all the servers work well uh, I haven't got laggy games if it works as good as it works now then like yeah like, why shouldn't you pay to I kind of think, use that service? I think it's absolutely fine that, and again, I keep on thinking, I get into the mindset of it and my conclusion at the end is, well, we've had the best part of, what, a year and a half, two years of free service. That's two years? Is it two years? No, it's not. No, um, not even, yeah. I think yeah, it's, it's like 18 months. 18, eight, months yeah. 18 months of being able to play online for free. So again, the value of paying 17 quid for a year year more of online is absolutely fine and you get a couple of cool like you know games that go with it whether or not I jump into them again super mario 3 i'll definitely jump into and then interesting to see what what comes at um, you know the september launch um however the only point i don't like is i don't like having to be there to be a paywall behind cloud saves i don't get that with any other bit of modern tech so i don't understand why i get that with nintendo doesn't make sense um, and I don't feel it was right to kind of hoodwink us like on the direct where it's going, this is online play now. And this is what you get. It was like how Apple tried to rebrand FaceTime. It's like, hold on, is this video calling? It's like exactly the same thing, but you're putting a more expensive premium on it. Um, if they were to do it this particularly, you know, in a brilliant way. And again, we were to have had more information of, well, uh, season one, you're going to get NES games. Season two, you're going to get um, SNES games. Season three, you're going to get your X, Y, and Z. However, they're also very conscious of how well their uh, mini version consoles mm. are doing. They don't want to cannibalize so, that. Exactly. They? they don't want to, best best way of putting it, you can't cannibalize it. So I just feel at the moment there's a little bit of 
it feels a little bit disingenuous. Is that the right word? Yeah, go with that. Just of the way it's been labelled and the fact that we've been promised more information. However, we've just had the same information repackaged mm. over and over. Um, had I had more information on it and a bit more context of how it's going to look in a year's time, then I would have been happier with it. I mean, w- where my head's at, and that, sorry for the, the Love Island reference, where's your head at? Um, what? Where my head at? We've had the is, Bake Off on Love Island. Yeah. Um, I think I am completely okay with paying for an online service because I've, I've had a PlayStation in the past and I, and, and, and I think I'm comfortable with that system. I think I'm happy to pay for it on Nintendo because it's not so much. Um, I do like the old-fashioned games. I like the NES games. Um, SNES is more like nostalgic for me because that was the first console I had and so on. Mm. So I'd buy the SNES Mini, but I would, I'd probably not buy the, the NES. I wouldn't buy the NES Mini. Um, but the fact that those games are there with like slight tweaks and online co-op, that, that's something that I'm quite interested in. It's something that I wouldn't have got anyway. Um, so where I stand on it, I'm quite, I'm quite happy with it, I think. Yeah. It is what it is. Cool. Okay. Any any other opinions before we move? I on? mean, Pete, could you could you be slightly less moderate for us, please, and just like rail against something because that's what the internet needs. <laughs> oh, you've got to you've got to be either strongly for or strongly against, not just yeah. like tiptoeing down the middle there. Come on, he's got a couple of splinters Come in on, his arse from sitting on that fence. <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I I think one of the proudest boasts of the modern age is I am a moderate. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Jesus. Here but, we go. Here we go. On to What's he drinking? On to the positives though, however, Pepsi Max. It is super cool that we are seeing a lot more exclusives and even hardware exclusives come out for people that are going to subscribe to that service. That side of it lifted it up for me, making me feel okay, you're going to get the opportunity to go and buy these NES controllers. Like that is a cool caveat to the Switch Online. Yeah, and you can only buy them if you are a subscriber, which is crazy. And you can only buy one (laughs) set per Nintendo account. Really? Oh. I yeah, know so that. you can't buy them if you're not subscribing already. I knew that part, which is but kind I, of weird. I, I didn't know the one per person. Yeah, the one as well. Um, but I, as well, another uh, point I'd like to make is people who um, have got the Switch already, I'm sure it's attracting a lot of new um, Nintendo fans to the system. And so any of those guys who can, you know, who are, who are wanting to continue playing Mario Kart and Splatoon 2 and things like that, to introduce those those people to. Um, you know, some of the best games of all time, like Super Mario Brothers and Super mm. Mario Brothers 3, obviously, for a relatively inexpensive amount, I think is is worthwhile as yeah. well. So that's always exciting. And it gets them involved mm. in that heritage of the of mm. the games that they're playing. It's like, you might really enjoy this really modern version of it, but look at the, the history of this game, like see if you can see any like gem of what you like in the modern version in these old ones. It must be really nice. Because that, well. that Splatoon on the NES was crazy. It's just like <laughs> such a mess. Such Imagine, a mess. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should oh. do that. That would be amazing. Well, somebody like did a re- like a... There was like a retro Smash Brothers, wasn't there? Somebody did like... What did they call it? Well, that's it? just been the last like year of... <laughs> indies have just been creating those. What? That There's yeah, loads yeah, of those yeah. coming out for the yeah, rest of this year. Yeah. <laughs> what's they call it when they make like a, a high res game but into like a, an 8 bit style there's a phrase for it Demastered Demastered yeah that was the game Demastered yeah yeah I really like the idea of that I like the idea of um, how, and again we'll get onto it in a minute Final Fantasy 15 and how they've done that with the uh, the mobile version um, anyhow so next it's more interesting stuff so Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go EV Details and Information Secret techniques, hairstyles, and other adorable stuff. Mark, 
Were you as smitten as I was? I'm not that excited about this one, actually. So Ooh. I'm probably not the right person to ask. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I like the idea of being able to pet the uh, the Pokemon, <laughs> so to speak, and uh, he pets his and, Pokemon and give them different, <laughs> give them different hairstyles and stuff. And I like the idea of different hairstyles affecting their ability and their stats and stuff. But I'm not. 100% sold on this uh, EV and Pikachu game. I'm much more interested in the one that's coming next year. Yeah, I think so. Um, I completely agree with you. And the more I see of this, the more I'm turned off by it. I kind of was really, really happy with the reveal of it and going like, this is what it's going to mm-hmm. be. And it's the first game. And, you know, it's got a lot of the same mechanics as, as um, Pokemon Go and X, Y, and Z. And, and the more I'm seeing it, I'm like, uh, I'll take those sexy Joy Cons, though. Yeah, I'll take the sex Joy-Cons. What really annoyed me as well is the part, remember in the old game on Red and Blue where you used to, well, you had to rub the um, the captain's back and make him throw up in the bin. Do you remember that? I need a resounding yes from everyone. And he gave you like Might one of the, 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 the Sorry, HMs. Darren, is this, is this a Pokemon game you're talking about? Has yes. he been at the mushrooms again? He was on the boat and he was throwing up into a bin and you had to rub his back and it like came out rub 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 but anyway the bin in pokemon let's go that they've, they've rendered is absolutely rub, huge rub, rub. i yeah, do yeah, not yeah. remember that at all well, I really it was, it was pokemon rub rub and pokemon scratch scratch wasn't it it was pokemon rub rub and yeah mm. yeah it was um it, was it right, rub 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 your boat <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was awful i'm gonna leave now i mean it's <laughs> it's day. stevie i mean how, how are you feeling about pokemon pikachu and, mm. and eevee i mean i i think I, I don't think i'm in the same boat as these two what what do you think <laughs> I mean, i'm looking forward to against. uh <laughs> looking forward to rubbing Pichu, pikachu's head to make him <laughs> look like uh morrissey that'd be pretty good Ooh, nice Moz Pikachu Morrissey. Are we talking old Morrissey uh, or new Morrissey? Because there's a very big difference. <laughs> uh, not 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 racist Morrissey. The uh, much more likable Morrissey. Oh, okay, I'll go with that. Oh, oh, Pikachu oh. in far off places. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. I am. Um... <laughs> Can you imagine if Morrissey like paid to get into that game? <laughs> somehow this is turning into like a Mercedes. very middle-aged podcast <laughs> we'll be rubbing morrissey's back as he's throwing up into a bucket <laughs> yeah. in pokemon. Pokemon, pokemon let's go morrissey <laughs> and pokemon let's go bowie star man waiting in a all right bowie calm down <laughs> i escalated very quickly are you excited well, for it stevie uh, yeah come on t- tell us about stevie yeah no i but this is my uh, little kind of shame moment. I've never actually played like a Pokemon game. So I, I feel like this is kind of a good like jumping in point. So, oh, really? Okay. Have you, did you play Pokemon Go? Look no, Mark, I just not to get angry I don't want to, I just don't want to no. walk around with my phone out like in, in South London. Like, that's just asking. Or... Try doing it in Liverpool, mate. It's even worse <laughs> around here. Like, mm. No, they'll help you catch the Pokemon here. It's lovely. There's worse things you can walk around with uh, out in public. But, um, Especially oh, mate, I r- think, r- uh, rubbing. Well, you made that joke disappear, Mark, didn't you? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on quality form this evening. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, so we're kind of all on the fence. Pete, you, you didn't kind of lay your hat anywhere with Pokemon? Oh, no, I think for... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm more excited than you two are. I, I think okay. it's. Um, I quite like the look of it. It's got like a nice charm it is to charming, it. Isn't it. I think it's going to mm. be quite a nostalgic 
uh, for me, it's going to be like a nostalgia trip, I think. Yeah. Okay. For, for someone like Stevie, like I think it'd be a great opportunity to get stuck in. Uh, don't get like your head turned by the tweeness of it and think, oh, it's Pokemon in it. Like it's a really tight RPG. Um, you build your squad and your team, um, balancing their strengths against like the gyms that you're about to go to. It, it, it's it's a tight game, um, and I think they'll do an, uh, they'll do a good job with this. I no, think. I, I think I will pick it up. I um, I mean, I guess it kind of depends what other indies come out at the same time. If I'm like super invested in in one or not, but Golf Story Two. Golf Story Two, Ooh. I'd be. They're, they're actually they've announced make, they're making a new game, so I don't know oh. if it's Golf. Mm. They didn't say what it is, but I mean, Golf Story was pretty damn good. I, so. I'd absolutely love if they went down the same route of is it Cairo Soft who make all of the the mobile games where it's like um, oh it'll come to me in a second, but it's like video game create and you play like a de- computer game dev and it's like a, a management oh, sim dev, dev story dev stories and like there's like but different stories as well um but the other one was i think it's like i don't know the actual name but like japanese bath story <laughs> i just kind of very strange hentai again um yeah. and it's very much again you're managing like a bathhouse in japan which is not as seedy as it sounds uh there's that <laughs> and i think there was another one which was uh, oh fisherman back rubber story Yes, there was fisherman back or a story, and it was the captain Stevie. It wasn't a fisherman. How dare you? He uh, he earned his stripes. Anyway, speaking of stripes, I don't know why that subway works. But Diablo Three Eternal Collection, for God's Collection. sake, Stevie. Diablo Three Eternal Collection coming to Switch on November second. Um, just let you know, guys. All of me both figures are compatible, and Ganon is a playable character. F okay. you, Mark. <laughs> are we excited about Diablo 3 didn't really tell us too much more but you, you all know where I stand on it um, I'm really <laughs> excited about it I, I might even um, oh. Oh. I might even oh. if there was ever going to be a game where I'd consider getting a second Switch like this would be it oh. I mean in terms of like couch co-op and the, the hardcore plus kind of like casual element to it um, it, it's a game that me and the miss had played so much on the PlayStation. Um, it, it it would be one of those. It's and the you can't, only game can so far that's made me think that split screen. You can, but she's kind of halfway down the road of wanting one anyway. This would be the oh, deal yeah. clincher. Like it would be definitely something I'd consider. And if you were going to get, it, like, oh, sorry, sorry if you're going to get a second Switch, would you get like either of those new? Uh, art styles like the, well, the Smash one. It might one land in quite Pikachu. nicely with the Pokemon Pikachu and uh, Eevee collection. Those Joy Cons are stunning, as are the uh, the Joy Cons on the Smash one as well. They look mm. pretty beautiful. Don't know. I watch this space. Just getting all of them. So, have you got have you got time to play Diablo three, Steve? Oh, it's a time sink, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I would love to. It does look well good. I've got to say, like when it dropped on the PS4, I almost I almost got it. But I think being on the Switch and, you know, playing it on your lunch break or whatever definitely is quite appealing. So, yeah, I've, I think I'm about 90% there and kind of listening to Pete talk about it in, like, the previous episodes. I think, I think I'm think i going to be about 100% by the time it comes out. Yeah, I know, like, three people in work with Switches. So um, having that little lunch party upstairs um, and then getting people to play it on the lunch sounds absolutely fun. Do you know, I think it's it's a game that does a very good job of just bridging the gap between somebody who's casual and somebody who's hardcore in the same game and they both get something out of it. And I think 
it, it's just dead good and it's got all the polish that a Blizzard game would have all the polish cool um, next one Super Mario Party guys interested no not a bit no okay uh, Game Freak <laughs> is the, you know what I'm going to get it I do really like Super Mario Party uh, well, I just, I'm, I, I, yeah I don't know why it just, it's got a really soft point it's, I think oh. it's because I never owned a Mario Party but I always used to play it at yours oh, yeah. and I used to oh. really enjoy it and I think so forget it you know she'd absolutely love to play it so um, she'd be too busy on Diablo with you mate with the second switch now yeah. we need one yeah. keeping up with the people um, <laughs> next one um, I'm going to make sure I black out uh, yeah. your second name there nobody's ever going to find that out <laughs> AOB is going to hold us to ransom uh, game now freak we, now I know how the sausage is made <laughs> now I know how the sausage is made oh dear game freak is developing a new RPG although the, although the title is still unconfirmed so this is town uh, Steve you, you touched on this before it looks absolutely gorgeous yeah, no, I, 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 this is one of those things like, oh God, my mind just broke, broke itself. <laughs> Broken. Then. It reminds me of, um, Nino Cooney. Was so high. Yeah. yeah, it reminds no, me of Nino uh, Cooney. He looks stunning. It, it's the amount of internet rage this has caused. Was like, <laughs> Go on, you're going to have to elaborate. What's this called? Maybe this is just the people who I follow on Twitter. I think I need maybe like a purge or something. Because <laughs> I just, or people have been retweeting people or been like replying to people and people are going nuts. Like, oh, it's just set in one town. Like, how can you have a game set in one town? It's like, have you ever played a, a GTA game? They're just <laughs> set in one, one city, mate. Like, like, you don't know, we know nothing about this game other than that it's called Town and there's monsters and there's like a king. Like that's that's all we know. Like you can't judge it, and people are going nuts on it. I mean, like you don't know how big this town is. Yeah, this town's pretty massive. Like yeah, it's like Spider Man just in one town. See, exactly. Is that, there you go. Mm. Good point. Like and people are just raging about it, and I just I don't understand. Like they've just literally announced it. Maybe and, maybe if they call it towns, uh, people will be really. Ooh. They'll be fine with it. <laughs> town <fuck>? and <laughs> surrounding countryside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do like the idea of it. I like the look of it. And I think it's... The, they're sending some sort of message here, aren't they, by announcing it now. Um, and I think the case of it being quite a big deal means that they're probably putting a lot of stock into the game. I love it's the developed, design of the monster. Who was it developed by? Game, game Freak. Game Freak developed yeah. Pokemon. So yeah. again, if uh, and I think a lot of people picking up on the fact that Pokemon is built in the same engine as this it's going to look absolutely stunning because, it, again, it looks very, very similar to, like, Nino Kuni, uh, the original one on the PlayStation 3. Um, if the the narrative behind it, and it's as tight as, like, you touched on before of what a Pokemon RPG is, it's going to be really interesting to play. Um, we don't know enough about it yet to make any judgment, but it still looks cool. Yeah, just the a art bit style, the, the art style really reminded me of uh, Mystical Ninja. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta love yeah. a bit of Geoman. And uh, yeah, I really loved that on the uh, on the sixty four. Like, yeah. mm. that was one of those games where I literally just got it and then just kind of sessioned it over a weekend, and then finished it and traded it. So, but, <laughs> but I, when I, like, you know that the time I had with it, like I was all about that game. And it, I was, like, it leaves so an impression. On it. I'm going to um, I'm going to kind of dip into a, a good theory with you guys that I've been working on over the last couple of days since pretty much every RPG I enjoy has been announced on the Switch. Um, an RPG is like buying a scratch card. You are going to gamble with it and it, not every single one is going to connect with you in a certain way. But when you find one that connects, 
is a, an absolute winner. You know, you're so invested. It's awesome. It's like Xenoblade or Monster Hunter Generations for you or, you know, for yourself, Mark. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of any JRPGs or RPGs I've actually hit with you. Are you uh, dead inside? Dungeon. That's no. It's just a, it's just yeah. a dark dungeon. He is just a darker man. Just, I, no soul. Yeah, I've played like some turn-based games like Fire Emblem and things like that, but uh, not any uh, big RPGs or JRPGs, Ooh. I don't think. Uh, in no. for a treat. You're in for a treat, mate. Mm, but yeah, again, I've I played Pokemon, I guess, is the closest, actually. Yeah, I'd it. say that's a pretty legit yeah. one. But when it hits, you know that feeling of like, I'm completely sunk into this and I'm invested in the story. Mm. And it's just that perfect storm of, um, you know, of, of like narrative and, and, and technique that just seems to go with uh, a good RPG. So I'm excited for it. Again, I don't think they'd be announcing it at this point with only a couple of screens and not even a title announced until they're pretty confident of what's it's what it's going to be. Um, it would be quite funny if they turned around and went, oh yeah, this is the new Pokemon game. And that would be absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Um, I, I, I would just love it happen. just for the rage. Oh, just, rage. I mean, if, if they just trolled people with that for like a week. It would be absolutely like, incredible. Yeah, it would be <laughs> awesome. And then they just turned around and went, by the way, this is Pokemon. Um, next game. So I'll touch on this one. City Skylines. Anyone particularly? Yeah, I love the look at that. Yeah. It looks really good. I, I used to like SimCity on the PC. Like I quite like city builders and yeah, empire yeah. builders and things like that. And this looks really good. I think the price is a bit high at the moment. I haven't um, seen what yeah, price. How much it, is it? It's it's about 35, I think, if memory Ooh. serves. Yeah, but, it's it's like full, yeah. full retail, kind of like AAA price. But if you think about what those kind of city builder games sell for on PC when they launch, it's kind of in line. It, it's kind of in line. They, they're normally quite big, deep games and... Yeah, like I said, yeah, but um, then like two weeks later, they're, they're like three quid. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. This will still be 30, 30, 35 <laughs> quid in like a year's time. I mean, it looks That's good. It. I mean, some of the features are quite liking it. The ones that they put into the the, the yeah, direct, yeah. the idea of like rather creepily, but still quite interesting, following a certain person through their life through the city. Like, I used to love that in all the old theme games, yeah, like, like theme, theme hospital. You just theme, follow one yeah. fella around, you'd be like, you can fucking buy that burger right now. <laughs> <laughs> you do not buy that burger. <laughs> I'm going to close the price up just as they get there. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm indifferent towards like that kind of sim game. I don't, unless it works with the touchscreen, I can't imagine how tactile it would be with the Joy-Cons. I'd have to do more research. It'd be interesting to know if it worked with the uh, the, uh, the touchscreen on there. So um, I heard they um, released it on the, uh, the Xbox and the PlayStation already. And apparently they did a really good job of porting it to controller. Nice. Okay. So yeah, I think it's, it's one of those games that, if you really love that genre, you probably have it on PC already because I can't imagine it taking mm. like a, a beast of a gaming rig to run. But yeah. if, if you don't have a PC and then like you're into that game, I feel like that's one of those games. It's like, that's it. That's you then for like two or three months. That's all you're going to be playing. Yeah. I mean, and I think, I think, yeah, it's like a very, it's very niche, but I think if it hits with you, then that's going to be like, perfect. Like when, yeah. When football manager comes out and I just disappear off the face of the earth yeah. for about two months. I mean, d- don't uh, negate that, that draw factor of as well as people who have done these cities and, and they've, they've hit the sweet spot and the city's really working really well. And you've got the, the power running to the right place. and You've got the areas building up. The fact that that's just like on your switch anywhere, like that, that is a bit of a draw. You can just chip away at it and, it becomes like a bit of a project, the city builder. It, it really does. I used to like Command like, would you not just get? Would you not just get Civilization though? Well, I mean, when is we it do get on, is it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Civilization. Um, 
Civilization Six in particular is like a term-based kind of like progressing through research and and maybe a little yeah. bit of combat or cultural thing. Whereas a city build is more like just planning which sectors and areas you want to develop in whether you want it to be an economic sphere or an industrial sphere or a residential sphere and and then making sure the power and the water and the electricity all gets to where it's supposed to be. So the, 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 they're very strategic, both of them, but in kind of two different ways, okay. I think. I, I, really... I kind of see the city builder being quite like Stardew Valley or like that kind of thing. Yeah, okay. But it's just a different lens, isn't it? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. do you want it mm. to be kind of like more cute and fun and kind of like yeah, like a bit twee? Or do you want to, you know, like raise taxes and build trams? Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess like city builders can fall into It's the same. That. It's the same coin. Isn't I think it? there, there yeah. are taxes in Stardew Valley. It's just with acorns and yeah. uh, little little leaves. No, stuff just, like that. it just uh, really, it really annoys yeah. me on some of those games, especially the likes of like Civilization Six. Um, where you'll build everything you'll spend like three four weeks you'll have an absolute metropolis then all of a sudden you'll hear one guy in the middle go we want to have a referendum we we believe in Brexit that's like for fuck's sake they've got politics now (laughs) they know what they're doing they've got minds I mean I think the city builder as well just on a side note for that (laughs) all those different influences can be like a, a spreadsheet map so oh, okay, yeah. like whereas you're saying oh. there they stand there like shouting we want democracy you'd get like spreadsheets of like this is what public opinion is on on this area here and if you don't deal with that you're going to have problems and like you just get spreadsheet after spreadsheet so i think where a civilization would probably screaming at you like that like the city builder or a city sim would just give you tons of spreadsheets to scroll through to, to deal with that <laughs> really problem. really upsets me especially like football manager or champ, champ man mm. again when you've oh, got like a player what with the spreadsheet shouts at you yeah mate yeah <laughs> Or ex player goes. Oh, I don't want to play for you anymore because I don't like your tra- tra- your 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 tactics. They're boring. And you go, all right, go on then. And then I shut the laptop and never play it again. And then it, I buy it the next the year. Tact- isn't the tactic to save the game and then play the game until you win five nil and like just keep reloading it? Yeah. If if you want to do that, I play as Yeovil and always start with Yeovil and then try and get them up a league. I've never succeeded. Uh, it's cost me. Wide. And this is why some of the games don't have cloud saves because of people like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, Someone's I mean, getting antsy. Someone has another feed. <laughs> last last time I played a football manager was uh, ninety eight. So Ooh, well, classic. I like it. Yeah. So um, it was it was a while it was a while ago. Yeah, did, Dan, did you like get the one on the Switch? Dan? There is one on the Switch, isn't no, it? I didn't get it. Did you no, pick I, it up? I already had it on okay. the uh, the PC, so I kind of thought oh, I'm not going to dive into it. And when it came out on the Switch, was a very important time in work. And knowing what I'm like with those games, it is uh, it's not a good thing for me. I try and grow a beard every single time I play one. Put it that way, and I can't grow a beard. So anyway, speaking of beards, I don't know if there is any in this game, but Damon X. Machina, uh, new gameplay footage and mechanical details. What do we Mech think of that? Beards. Well, beards. on the beard point, the customization options for the characters looks pretty in depth. I imagine there is a beard in there somewhere. I like how you segued that in. Thank um, you for like digging me out there. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, when you like change the appearance of your character, it changes the appearance of the mech. So I would like to see like a hairy mm. mech. Like metallic kind of wires for the beard, maybe that would be nice. So you're telling me if I, have really... a, if I choose to have a mole, my mech's going to have a mole. A mole? Yeah. I'm not sure that's what he said. It's not, <laughs> not the same thing. Like if you're changing the, the look of yourself, yeah. then your mech is going to have. The... So if I have a quiff, is the mech going to have a quiff? We can only hope. 
come, well, no, no, you you committed to this. Come on. No, but, so, but, but can you? No, guys, yeah. tell me. No Steve, way. no, I'm talking to Stevie now. Stevie, we'll have a okay. quiff. When I 100% promise you it will. Yes. There we go. Well, Confirmed Tintin on the podcast, has guys. a quiff and some of the mechs are made out of tin. Nice. So that's, that's the only nice. connection I can I've think got, of. I've got a prediction. Oh, reaching there! I've got a prediction. It's reaching. Are we going back to like the hardcast where I try and find a song and we play a prediction? Yeah, the prediction is: yes, your mech will have hair, and in handheld mode, you can pet it into different styles. That will then change the ability of the mech. Tickle a mech. Tickle a mech. Pet a mech. Oh. It's going to be awful though. You're going to go to humid area, and it's going to get all frizzy and. Oh no. Sweaty mech. Sweaty mechy. Frizz mech. Frizz mech. <laughs> okay. So, but other than that, are we looking forward to that game? Pete, I think you yeah. probably are. Right? Yeah, I am. I, it, and I don't know. I think I maybe dismissed it when, when I first saw it. I was like, oh, uh, I'm not so sure about that. Um, but the more I've looked at it and the more I've. It seems quite in depth. I like that there's like a hanger for your mech, and then you can. Like any of the weapons that you've picked up if you defeated enemies, you can kind of select those, and I quite like that. Um, and customization options of characters are quite like geeking out and making my character. I always thought Monster Hunter was a little bit thin on the ground on that. <laughs> There's me like criticizing Monster Hunter newsflash, but <laughs> I always thought like the customization options there were a bit brief, like not not very fleshed out. Whereas on this one, it, it looks really deep, and I quite like making a real individual character. Pete likes it deep. So next game, Yoshi's Crafted World, and that releases in spring now, 2019. So Actually, on. one more one more question about Demon X Machina. Ooh, go for it. So if you keep killing the same mechs, <laughs> will you look like that mech? <laughs> That's a really good question. Maybe. Maybe. There's that fence Maybe. again. So yeah, <laughs> but, uh, Yoshi's but, Crafted World. <laughs> let's get Pete away from that question. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. Is anyone excited about this? Yeah. Come on then. Why are you excited? <laughs> so anyone so else? excited. No, I'm really excited. I can't, I'm looking forward to it. I, I love all the, I've played quite a few of the Yoshi games. It looks stunning. It looked like a really good looking mm. game. I think that's something that I, uh, I picked up straight away, but what, what especially about the other Yoshi games is making you excited for this one? Well, you know, one of the great things about the, I mean, the, the original great Yoshi's Island for the snares, which hopefully will come with a snares pack for the, uh, the Nintendo switch online system. Um, one of the great things about that is you're exploring in a sort of, in almost like a, not quite Metroidvania, but exploring these, uh, you know, these 2D worlds, trying to find all the secrets. And I like the idea of a crafted world where you can go forwards and backwards and um, there being puzzles with the sort of crafted cardboard space of the world and the environment to to progress and to find secrets. I think it could be really interesting and looking forward to it. Yeah, and again, anything Nintendo make when it's a platformer it tends to be super yeah. polished, so... It's going to be an interesting game. Whether it's the day one again for myself, um, I'm not too I, certain. I think it looks really good. <laughs> but. <laughs> that was the diplomatic no, way of trying but, to come in there. No, no. Uh, seriously, though, I think, like, I, I will preface this with saying, like, I think, you know, I, w- I will be buying this game. But it does just kind of look like a Nintendo version of Little Big Planet. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking uh, that's that. a really good shout. Yeah, I mean, like that's that's a great game, and maybe probably one of my favourite like two D well, kind of two D platformers. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've ever played, I really enjoyed like that series. And it's like super fun, and like Stephen Fry talking to me and all that kind of stuff. 
but it just yeah it looks quite similar and i'm like well what's mm. what makes this like a you know super different other than it's got yoshi yeah i think they said on mvc didn't they there's a lot of um a lot of cardboard in the trailer and they kind instead, of intimate, instead of wall instead of wall and they were like <laughs> and they were kind of intimating going oh maybe i'll have some sort of labo support you know based on the idea of crafting mm. and um i thought that be quite actually quite a nice little idea um whether or not they take that initiative i do like the way with, with yoshi they kind of go down like a certain design path so when it was woolly world yoshi looked amazing as like a, this yarny woolly thing mm. and and in this crafty one that he's doing now he looks like he's made out of like plush or felt or something i think he looks really cool <laughs> Yeah, and with the Woolly World game where his tongue would like grab all of the bits of string or the bits of wool and then unravel the wool. And I can see how in this they'll they'll use the tongue action to maybe like unfasten bits of cardboard and things like that. Um, oh, sorry, I know I just said tongue action. <laughs> and yeah, Dan's was... face is like... <laughs> and eyebrows specifically. It's a bit risque, risque this episode, isn't it? I know, we've said it a couple of times now. It's, it's uh, Steve's fault. Um, we can talk about dinosaur tongues, it's fine. I don't know if we can anymore. Is, that, is it canon? No. Yeah, it's canon. Um, so Asmodee Digital, so the leader in card and ball games, are bringing popular tabletop games to Switch. Notably, the Lord of the Rings card game, Pandemic. I can't pronounce that one. Car Sassozone? Is this is so Calzone? Car Sassozone? I don't know what it is. I can't see Car- it. Your, is your it car- uh, Carcassonne? Yes. Carcassonne? I thought Calzone. The, the one that's it. most exciting though Munchkins I, I love Munchkins I remember really talking good, about Munchkins yeah. and saying um, you know, it's, some, it's Peter Jackson's uh, oh I don't know who does it but Munchkins yeah, is like um, yeah it's uh, Steve Jackson Steve, Steve Jackson, Jackson that's it uh, Lord of the Rings Peter Jackson yeah. apologies yeah. but you you love that game don't yeah. you it's something I mean, we need to play we do like a few board game things and, and stuff like that and, and this was just like something bought for us for, for my birthday it was like oh well why don't you try this you might enjoy it and it's basically just like a, a card game where you, you bust your way through like rooms, but you have to say kablam as you go into the new room, obviously. And then your munchkin levels up by going through these rooms and you can either help each other out or not. So as a tabletop game, it's really engaging and a, and a lot of fun. It'd be interesting to see how they translate that onto the Switch. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see how they do it. Um, but I, I'm more excited about that than the, the, big, the big three that they mentioned there. Um, I'm quite excited about... Um playing Pandemic because I've, I've never actually played the, the board game and it's been something that like I've always wanted to play but kind of locally all, all my friends that like are into board games are more into kind of like like fantasy kind of board games and that kind of thing rather than mm. like I mean it does sound pretty ner- like pretty nerdy that's like your diseases yeah like, it sounds like but like yeah. I really want to play it and the people I do know who have played it said like if, if you can sit there and like play it for two hours like it is a fantastic game mm. and like i feel like you know that that those kind of games like work really well on uh, mobile phone or like tablet so i think it would work really well on, on switch but uh, cast kone is like a fantastic game mm. like it's it's such a like do, do you uh do you know like the premise of that game no it's like a medieval kind of is it not a medieval builder to some degree like it's essentially kind of like Oh, the only way to describe it is kind of like a cooperative but also competitive like jigsaw puzzle right okay That's like what it you have like, yeah. yeah you have like you basically kind of like build this city out of like walls like the actual city is like a city in the south of france and it's like a like a fortified city 
and you you build all these walls and essentially you kind of build these cities and you, you score points by like building complete cities or building farms or building roads and that kind of thing and then it, it's it sounds really weird and like very complicated but it's one of those games that if you sat and played it for like 20 minutes you'd be mm. like right i know exactly what i'm doing now this is like yeah this is like pretty easy but they've released like star wars versions of it mm. and like all these other licensed versions and then they keep releasing all these kind of like expansion packs where they have like they add rivers and like things like that and it kind of changes up the the core mechanics like ever so slightly but like adds like new depth to it and it's it's a really it's a really like fantastic game it's one of those things that if you kind of like your auntie comes around and you're like oh i'm a bit bored but maybe crack out this should be like down to play it kind of thing yeah i think whereas she probably wouldn't want to play mario kart or mario aces I think what I'd be maybe a bit cautious about, I hope they do it in a classy way. Um, so obviously that you're talking about the expansions there, Stevie. And I think if they do the, it's going to be paid DLC, all these different expansions, aren't they? Mm. I hope they do it classy. I hope they don't try and like, I mean, I always remember, is it like Zen pinball or something like that, where it's like, Oh, there's the base game, which has literally nothing. And then you have to spend quite a bit to get it to be like a kind of a decent game. So by um, classy, you mean you're hoping that they're not just going to put it, everything behind a paywall yeah, in the game? Yeah, I hope they do it in a classy way where there's like a good amount to play and then these DLCs are just optional extras as opposed to like really like necessary games because those expansions change a lot, don't they? Mm. they change the, uh, the game, yeah. Well, for, for that game, the core game is like, if you have only just want to play the core game, then you're good. Like yeah. it's like you'll you'll have like a lot of fun playing that mm-hmm. and then the kind of the expansions are like totally kind of if if you want them and i i imagine they probably won't like on mobile they're only like a couple of quid each expansion mm. so like i don't think like if they were charging a tenner for expansion then it's it's not worth it but yeah, yeah. If, if it's like three quid then like go wild it's worth it i'm kind of um I'm, I'm relatively new to board games in general. Like obviously I played all the classics from when you were a child, but I think there's a damn sight difference between playing Connect Four in a, a caravan in Wales as opposed to diving in something like Munchkins or, or you know Depth of Winter is what I'm playing at the moment and that is that is deep that game. Like <laughs> deep in the depth of winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> King of the North. Um so <laughs> but from my perspective, like I'm interested to see these things and I'm more interested to see it in a physical release, I think, from the ones that you've got, as opposed to then seeing how it's presented on Switch. And I think it's one of those things that once it's on Switch, like you said, it, de- it depends on the developer because they they port, uh, they sorry they um, they placed it quite interestingly in saying there's going to be more to come, as if there's more in one package. So it's almost like an eShop within an eShop <laughs> of board games that you're going to be able to purchase like DLC within. Uh, so. I'm interested to see it. I'm interested, like you said before, the quality of how it looks. I think the whole point of the board games that you kind of play is that they are very immersive. And I like the idea of how immersive that is based on the, the environment, uh, environmental storytelling of the people in the room rather than mm. what's shown to you on the screen. Yeah, that makes the, sense. The draw of a lot of these board games is to sit around with your mates, get them out on the, the desk and like be going through it. And <laughs> get them, like, out. Get them <laughs> out on the desk. Come on, but, boys. For the lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here we go um whether that same drawer is there if it's on the switch is yet to be seen i guess i mean have there been any successful translations of board games onto the switch i can't think there's of any monopoly isn't there board but, games other than monopoly that are successful full stop on 
consoles yeah, tablets know. definitely like the, you get very 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 good risk ports and like Monopoly is excellent on there and you can get all the classic board games but Lords yeah. of uh, Waterdeep is like also fantastic on a tablet as well but that's like that a super that's essentially that's a spreadsheet game but <laughs> with graphics so it doesn't look like a spreadsheet but we all know it's a spreadsheet <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes, we all know. We know you're a spreadsheet. <laughs> Equal sum, you prick. What you're up to? Yeah. That'll be like the next version of Excel. It will just be like trying to trick you. <laughs> not... That'd be amazing. Paper yeah. clips back, and he's just mugging you off constantly. Paper um, yeah. It's like just this swirly, like there's no lines. They're just these moving shapes. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is this? What? What do I do? What do I do? Here's a here's you. a little humble brag. I used to work with a guy oh. who uh, who invented uh, Excel. Really? <sighs> Bloody. There you That's go. a humble wow. brag. It's, um, it ha- has more developers on Microsoft packages and Office packages than they do for an average computer game. I don't know where to and go And they with still that. look crap. They do look <laughs> awful and the paper clips not even there anymore. You know what I mean? You call that progress, that little bastard used to, and you could change it to a dog or a cat. You could do whatever you want. It was like a little old woman one. Um, speaking of old know, women. Get, getting rid of that is, is progress. I don't think it is. <laughs> speaking of progress, uh, Civilization Six. Yeah, really excited. Mm. Mark, you, you like the look of this, don't you? Oh yeah, a big fan of this game from, from the Steam. Uh, I bought this mistakenly before going on a like tropical island getaway and i was like oh, i'll bring my laptop because we'll probably watch a film and i thought oh, i'll have six civ six installed but i'll be on this tropical island i won't play it <laughs> just just played it for like <laughs> massive like eight hour chunks during the day just sat there on like the deck chair just like shaded just like I love the way he's getting like two lorry drivers get that driver tan arm like Mm. he's got that for his mouse on his laptop like just (laughs) (laughs) I used to uh, I I used to take the absolute mick out of a couple of YouTube videos when Civ 6 was like running on laptops Um, and then recently I tried to play Spider-Man on the PS4 Pro and you can't you need to play that very loudly for it to dub out the noise of the PS4 Pro fan going but Civ 6 it's meant to be a proper laptop breaker isn't it or it's meant to be um, very demanding yeah but it's you know the graphics for that sort of thing scales quite a lot you can turn off a lot of the sort of aesthetic sort of effects um, for the graphics Mm. and still get the core experience of the strategy and see little pixelated blobs moving around rather than like Roman warriors or whatever I just like quite like the idea of the switch turning into like a mini drone because the fans going that quick inside of it right guys the one thing I do like about it is is that there's certain games and genres that I've always kept a PC on in the background for Mm -hmm. so like I'm I really like like the total war games and strategy games and command and conquers and things like that and they've never really transitioned very well onto consoles Um, and I know Stevie was talking before about uh, people being quite successful at making them controller based now Mm. particularly that city Mm. sim one but what we seem to be getting is mainstays of the pc coming across the switch and then going really well like team shoot was pc first wasn't it we've got um, a moba coming there's a city builder now civ 6 which in my mind that that's that's Mm. pc game that, that, that should be on a PC, you know? Yeah, absolutely should but be. But now it's it's coming <laughs> over to the Switch. I'm made up with that. Like, I'm, I am. It's good. I, I feel that about like point-and-click adventure games. So, yeah. yeah. It's quite a difficult yeah, transition. That, that, that really is a difficult transition for me, but they do seem to work quite well. 
No, I really like them. I like the idea of Civ Six. I've not jumped into um, a Civ game in, since three, I think. Yeah, that's oh, got to be good eight years, seven eight years. Wow. And, um, Did, at first, when it like first came on, I was like, I was super excited because I thought they were going to announce uh, Civilizations Revolutions, like mm. a new one of those. Oh, okay. I was ah. like, I'm like totally in on that. But Civilization is like an amazing game but I just I don't have the like when I'm on holiday I enjoy being on holiday instead of mm. playing like PC games for eight yeah, hours Mark. Shall fired. Shall fired. <laughs> absolutely you, you, I mean you're completely right I shouldn't have taken but, it with me Stevie careful you'll make you disappear <laughs> but no um, like Civ, Civ Rev was that on the that was I played that on the 360 and uh, how good's that waistcoat I'm so sorry. How life proof is it? Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Mate, I live near Peckham. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> uh, I do know some scousers. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. I've carry on. Absolute weeds, so I will hedge your bets on them. <laughs> they, they are solid at board games, though. Carry yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, Civ Rev. Um, was like was totally my jam when that came out i was it was like the perfect amount of depth for um but like a strategy game on a console and i feel like if they released that on the switch that would be like such a like fit and then if they released like civ 6 afterwards it would kind of i think people would graduate to in like into into civ players rather uh, than yeah. kind of yeah okay like i, I kind of feel like it's it's awesome that it's on there and you know if people are excited that's like that's great and like I'm happy for you I feel like such a downer saying this no no but like all. I, I feel like the Civ 6 players out there like like P said would have like a PC mm. for this already kind of thing I think like, it's I hit- can't yeah Oops, sorry I was going to say, I think it's hitting that niche of similar age groups to ourselves where we might have a home console and we might have like a low end laptop and, you know, you, you're working throughout the week and then Joe Bloggs walks into a game and he might buy, you know, one game every so often and he goes, oh, Civilization. Like, I remember that from back in the day and that's, mm. that scratches the itch of what I kind of want to play. But they're very clever to bring it, like I said before, because it, it does scratch that itch. There's not a lot of uh, management sims on the, on the I'd, Switch. I'd be interested to see if, if, if um, Stevie's right, the idea that, well... Is there a market for it? Are, are people really going to buy that? I mean, I'm I'm one person who probably will buy Civ Six, hmm. um, but it'd be interesting to see some numbers on that and and also, whether PC gamers are coming over and getting a Switch and if that's the kind of thing they're buying. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah, and what the what some of the other third parties have been doing, were including sort of some first party Nintendo content. It would have been kind of cool to see Civilization Six, but with like. The, the Mushroom Kingdom or something. Oh, it's like the, that's so good. How good would that be? That's Imagine Bowser. Bowser's Kingdom. And like, yeah. Yeah, I know that could be really fun. You've got all the different kingdoms. Yeah. You've got like all the the, the the toads over here and you got your, your Mario populations. Could be really cool. But so how sad. upset would you be when someone like, you know, strikes you with a nuclear <laughs> warhead? <laughs> Imagine Mario <laughs> with a nuclear But I think it would just be like, it would just be a giant mushroom cloud that looked like toad. And it'd be ah. fine. Just Luigi okay, rocking up fun. against Vlad the Impaler. Or like a big one-up. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the, like, yeah, the Luigi idea. Luigi versus Vlad. Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> He's there with his like Hoover and Vlad's like impaling away. <laughs> 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 oh! 
Oh, brilliant. That has to happen. So, I guess um, it'll be like the Nintendo version. So it'll be kind of like, oh, if you're Peach, then you don't take damage from the enemies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All these brilliant. Vikings getting defeated by this invincible Princess Peach. Like, yeah. I do like the uh, the idea, the segue from people introducing Nintendo first party content into games, into the very, very intelligent Starlink Battle for Atlas, which we will be playing next week at EGX. Yeah, mm. pre-ordered. I've pre-ordered. Um, yeah. Have you gone for the version with... The, the starter set, which comes with like... I mean, I'm essentially spending like 70 quid on a toy. That's what I'm doing. Like, it's got a little R-wing in it. Aren't we all peaks? Let's go existential again. Yeah. And uh, no, I think the more I've seen of it, the more I really like it. I think the way they've woven those characters into the game, it seems pretty seamless as if they were there from the start. Um, I mean, even they've done footage that I've seen where the main characters are talking and discussing and and when Star Fox and his team are there, they're kind of in and amongst it. They're like interjecting points and then kind of going into the background and it seems really nicely done. It's just presented really nicely. What was the character who appeared? The wolf Mm. one? Oh yeah, Star Wolf, yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, So he's kind of um, like the the opposite to Fox. He's kind of like this mercenary character and he, he usually comes in to fight before the boss who's working maybe for Andros and he's got um, his own little team that that are kind of like the opposite of Star Fox's team usually. Okay, yeah. so he, seems, he seems like the Boba Fett of the yeah. Star Wing universe. His voice was like really badass in mm-hmm. that. Like, his was. voice was perfect. Yeah. Do you, do you think him and Fox have got beef because, like, you know, when you kind of work in an office and then like a new person starts and they've got the same name as you, and they're like, "Well, we've got two stars. Like, yeah. you've got to be Star Two. And then, then, and then Ringo like, walks in. And then you kind and of, <laughs> yeah, you slightly hate him because you're like, well, I don't want to be like, I don't want to oh, be CB2. This massive intergalactic war is like just over a name dispute. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's great. I like the idea there that he's, what else I could pull back the curtain. Yeah. I like the fact he's, he is a wolf, but they've had to, uh, sorry, he's a fox, but they've called him Star Wolf. Uh, you can be number two, but it's just a different species. You can't do that to me. Well, they're related. They're not related. Yeah. I think that, that that's it. We were trying to think. So essentially, Star Wolf has fled, and the Fox team are trying to find him. Um, maybe that's it. Maybe it's to to kind of get rid of him and get rid of that challenging name dispute. I actually love the idea of that. Mm-hmm. I think you've uh, you've touched on canon. Mm-hmm. You've just created a canon. One hundred. I'm definitely going on the Wikipedia page to edit it later. Yeah. Oh, I expect to see it. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be live streaming that. Um, so you two guys, you're going to pick up Starlink. You can buy it digitally, right? Like, yeah, this. you don't need the toys. Yeah, yeah, then one hundred percent. You don't need the toys. Steady on, guys. Steady sorry, on. Oh, sorry. You don't need to. You don't need to be pathetic and get the toys. Oh wow! It's all right. Oh god! Oh sorry, Pete. No, it's all good. No, I really want the R wing. Actually, I really it does want look that. ace, doesn't it? Mark it does just made your enthusiasm yeah. disappear, there, Pete. Well, do you know there was a? I was having a read through on, um, you know, the questions that go on Amazon where they say, "Does it have this, that, or the other?" And somebody said, oh, yeah. "Does it have a mount that can be held separately so that I could have it on display?" And um, uh-huh. I was like, uh-huh. ah, the answer is yes, apparently. So, okay. so yeah. oh, nice. Does it have Ooh. adult mode? <laughs> not, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> Just Fox like walking in with nothing on that. Do you know that name dispute? I've always loved you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So what's the next item on the list? Next item on the list is The World Ends With You. I know nothing about this. It, it however, comes with Final Day Mode, which uh, includes this is Funky one of those, Kong. This is, no, it doesn't. this is one of those games. Yeah, Funky Kong from Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Um, this is one of those games, The World Ends With You. People will occasionally just put it in there. You know, you'll see like a top 10 list of games and it will just be in there. They'll be like Breath of the Wild, Ocarina of Time, and then this one. So... You know, or Final Fantasy VII will be in there as well, and then you'll get this one. So it, it does seem like there's something about it. Have you got any experience with it, Stevie? I, I remember when I did have a DS before, you know, it went somewhere. Um, <laughs> and like, I, I got I got it quite late in its life cycle, but like pre-3DS. And I was kind of like looking at all the games, like doing a bit of research, like what games would have I missed on this? And then, the, yeah, like you said, this was always kind of like in the top three like mm. games it was oh, like okay. you know professor layton uh like was it phoenix right the uh ace attorney mm. games yeah and it yeah. was like this and it was like these are the three games you want oh and um and zelda the uh oh what's it were, were you on the little ship wind waker no on oh, the ds no. it was um oh no no is it the train one it was the there, there were two there was phantom hourglass and spirit tracks I, I the spirit well, tracks was the one with the train. I, yeah, maybe it was, maybe it was that one. But no, it, it was a. Uh, I don't know. I'm getting hung up on this Zelda game. Getting <laughs> Get really it. emotional. <laughs> that, uh, mm. What was it? The yeah, yeah. It had a train in it. Spirit tracks. No, it was a different one. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was Phantom Hourglass. No, <laughs> it was another one. <laughs> You're wrong, Mark. <laughs> okay, all right. Move on. Oh, I did play it after having those mushrooms. So. <laughs> mm. Nice. <laughs> Tiny no, but, um, so I actually, I actually, I actually bought it, and then, like, I I plugged it in, and then I started playing Zelda. Uh, like, I, okay. I played it for like a second, and then was like, nope, I'm fully into Zelda. And then that DS went somewhere, and I. Which yeah. Zelda was it, mate? Hmm. <laughs> Did it have a train or not? To be fair though, like real talk, when you buy a new console and it's one that's maybe been established for a while, I had this with the, the Xbox One recently, where you might buy like five or six games because you can get them relatively cheap and you think, all right, get them all on Amazon, mm-hmm. get them sent over. If you've got something in there, so I think I picked up like Halo, Sunset on Overdrive, um, uh, Gears of War collection, like the standard kind of first party games. And I only ended up playing Halo 6 for like, or Halo whatever number what it was for, for a while, thinking, well, oh, you know, I'll get to the other games in a while. Still haven't. And I think it's the same when I picked my 3DS. I had like a backlog of like 10 games I was really passionate about and just ended up playing blooming Mario Kart on it for about six weeks. And then I think I lost my DS. I don't know where it's gone. How many and, games did you buy for your Xbox? You must be really rich. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, moderate. And I think people testify this by the fact I picked up a, a Halo game for £3.50 and I was really proud of myself from CEX. Is it CEX? Is it sex or is it Seeks? It's CEX. Seeks? Who says Seeks? I don't know. I think it's not a religion. Yeah, it is. And I don't think it's for sale, Dan. Ooh, topical gnome. So, well then, with you. Anyone picking up? Uh, yeah okay so not really uh, our bag maybe maybe so next one Xenoblade Chronicles 
to Torna, the Golden Country, uh, available uh, to expansion pass holders. Pash expansion pass holders from <laughs> September 14th. Oh, the sexy ladies. It's party time. It's Dutch Dan. Hey. Don't, don't, <laughs> pass the, don't pass the expansion. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Pass the expansion over. I love gold. Uh, Pete. Yes. You're, you're the resident Xenoblade expert. Are you going to get this? So I really like Xenoblade Chronicles. I do. Um, and I even if I'm not going to play this game, I'm still going to buy it so I can have it on the shelf. It's, it's nice. I just, and, and I'll buy it physical. When they said it was coming out physical, I was like, yeah. What are they charging? Is it still like 30 odd quid? Or? Well, I had a look online and I saw one for 25 quid, oh, which okay. I, I can't, I'd expect it to be a little bit more than that. So did you get the expansion pass or haven't you got that? Is that the point of what no, you're going to buy the physical? No, ex- I didn't get right, the expansion okay. pass. I bought the, the original game and then this, this is coming out, so. Okay. Anyone else? Mark, are you, are you, are you far enough in Xenoblade to just no, finish I, I it? No, I still only made it about six hours in. Um, so I, I am planning on giving it another sort of stab at some point. Yeah, exactly. Twenty twenty four, something like that. But I hear that um uh you know, the first sort of hour to eight hours or so, or maybe even ten hours is you've got to get over that initial hurdle, um, and then it starts getting great, which is quite a big ask for a game really. Um, uh, a lot of first... people have said that, like it, yeah. I mean once you get past the like the first 30 hours you, you really are then. <laughs> yeah. you're really in it. you're really yeah. enjoying it once yeah. you get to your three figures yeah. then we're talking yeah, yeah. I mean but, it literally yeah. sounds like work like you'd have yeah. to take a week off work and then work like eight hour days playing this game mm. just to get to the bit where you enjoy it yeah it's it's. I, I guess it, it it is a bit like work they said like when people got really into World of Warcraft and stuff and they'd ask them like oh is it fun and they're like well, yeah, <laughs> but it's hard work too. And I yeah, think- the same the same way that smack is fun. Ladies and gentlemen, smack on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on, we've touched a lot of other topics. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Smack's one of them. Um, uh, yeah, I'm interested in it. I think I need to play Xenoblade Chronicles too, as you said, for like another forty hours before I feel the need to jump into it. But however, it's still really important that there is more fan service coming for that game because oh, it is super popular. Any JRPG fans out there um, will tell you that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 to them is, is gold. Um, no, I, I, really I would, enjoyed it. I would love to play it. Like, I, I, I will say I would love to play it, but I just don't see, like, it's got to be like a turn it reality where I have like a week to play this game to the point where I can enjoy it. Like, mm. I, I wish I had the time to play it, but I just, it, I mean... If I wanted to make like Age of Boredom YouTube channel just be that game for like three years as I slowly play through it, like, <laughs> yeah. Because golf golf story took me about sort of twelve hours or so. And you, how many how, how many videos have you done for golf story? I think story? it was like forty six. So if we extrapolate that <laughs> to Xenoblade <laughs> Two, where people are on like one hundred and eighty hours or something, and that's before even this Torna game comes out, you'd be oh, wow. we're looking at a mm-hmm. lot of videos. People watch the whole Golf Story uh, series, which, like, I mean, I love those people for doing that. Like, fair play. You're speaking to like, at least two or three of them here. I don't mm-hmm. know about Mark, because I, I mean, that's that's a you know, that's 
I, I can't imagine anyone wanting to watch someone grind like for a JPGA RPG for 200 hours, like over like three years. I think we'll kind of touch on that in a second because there's a few things that Pete and I want to throw you away in terms of questions about why you do it and also give you a bit of fan service from ourselves because it is interesting. I think when you see something different where a person is kind of going from A to B on a game, um, it, you don't really get that content online. You kind of get a snapshot of it in the same way that without podcast services you'd only get a snippet of conversation on like mainline tv over you know what you're going over i don't know like it's saying this game's really good and it'd be like 10 minutes max however you're getting this kind of long-form discussion over something um and it's for the people that might not necessarily always want to go and buy a game but still want the enjoyment of seeing the full experience which i i like Mm. no i enjoy having a look at people playing the games and i mean i because I got so into Monster Hunter, you have to be willing to kind of see how other people have done certain things and their approach to it and how they might have done it differently. So even if you do have the game, sometimes seeing people playing it, they they do tricks or things or they've learned something about the game that you would never have known. Like there's extra depth to it that way. Even if you have the game, you can sometimes it's just see the, people doing it. It's like the can laughter thing as well. Like I loved playing Persona Five and getting through quite a lot of it, and then going back on the parts that I had played and seeing other people's take and how it, you know did they enjoy that part as much as I did, or what was their opinion on that part? And Golf Story for me was the same thing because I love that game. It was absolutely brilliant. I think I, I literally gobbled it up within. I don't know. I said gobbled it up. Gobbled it up in about seven days I think I played it from A to B um, so to see someone else's opinion on that part in it or you know what was your take on that joke or what was your your opinion on the ending what do you want to see them do differently um, I think it is super important to have that kind of voice out there yeah there's definitely from the uh, like the comments and stuff there was definitely like people who who were like saying that they've like played it already so yeah. they were like watching like who actually watched the whole series while have played the game all the way through which kind of actually surprised me like i didn't think like people would be into that but yeah i guess it's kind of like oh uh, there's like there's certain like key moments in that game which like which i thought was like fantastic like there's like the the rap bit and, oh like, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. i definitely would like to see other people do that just because like yeah. my mind was melting when i was doing that <laughs> like but it was it was so much fun and it was like so funny but like yeah, I, I just want I just want to see how other people kind of reacted to that because it was like I'd, was um, just... I'd like to see you play something super challenging because I really enjoy the I don't know if you watched it you know the prepare to try um, the guys on IGN the UK guys and they go through all of the Dark Souls games and play them and it's again quite a long form um, video of trying to get through this boss and the whole point is it's you know super arduous it's super tough. Um, but they, they stick out together and at the end you get that sense of like fulfillment so the first Dark Souls I played for about three hours I've ended up watching their um, season on it and going right from all the way from A to B again of like the whole game and I've gone you know what I'm actually quite interested now to pick that up and switch because of it so it'd be quite cool to see you play something super challenging see you narrate through that and how you actually get through it I think that'd be cool I think uh, on, on some games when it does get like quite hard it's like my my mind can only concentrate on like one thing and so you can tell when i'm like finding something hard because i just like it goes quiet for like 30 seconds and you're like 
why is he not talking? Because in my mind, I'm just like screaming. Yeah, I know. Internal <laughs> like, screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my podcast experience. <laughs> Wonder why your mouth like, is tight and just twitching now and again, like it's internal screaming. You wait till next week. That's all I'm saying. You wait till next week. Why, why is his eyes bulging out of his head? <laughs> But There's no, just one no, no. vein. He's just gripping himself underneath the table. That's why. Dirty man. Dirty, dirty man. So we'll everyone's say- listening to the podcast and being like, just finish the direct, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, first, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remastered. Uh, we kind of knew about this before the direct anyway. However, it was lovely to see it in glorious HD. Yeah. Charming game. Mm. Really enjoyed it back in the day. Loads of nostalgia value. I love the soundtrack to that game. Yeah. Like the soundtrack it's all like pan flutes and stuff but it's really catchy like it's, it's a really nice game Mine and it. the design of it is really uh, good the aesthetics are awesome my missus said about all the fan and fancy announcements that we'll get to in a second but she loves all the music to them because mm. I'll be playing like I think it was when I had a Vita and I was just playing through all the old fan and fancies next to her while I was in bed and she was like no, I like this song no I don't like that mm. song so I'd have to go back to an area leave the Vita on so she could fall asleep <laughs> so again yeah fan and fancy super well polished um, um, have, have you guys uh, Mark or Stevie, have you played Crystal Chronicles back on the GameCube at all? No. 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 The premise is you go out into the, the wilderness, which is covered in miasma, where the monsters live and the smoke, and you've got like a chalice, um, which gets filled up with like crystal energy, and that puts like a protective bubble around you that keeps your party together as you travel through the wilderness. And then you progress through the game by um, carrying this chalice and like monsters will come in to try and fight you and, and keep the miasma off you and you're trying to defend this chalice and it, it works really nicely. It's not like a traditional Final Fantasy game no, at, not all. at all. Not a, what's not the at com- all. What's the combat like? Uh, so as I remember it and how I'm thinking, it, it's down to a series of buttons and you can have different gear. So there's like tougher ones, which are like the little, are they called li- lilties or lilties? I can't remember. Which are like the, the smaller kind of armor clad ones and they might have like a, a sword attack. And, hmm? Lil Wayne. Look, yeah, the little Waynes. Lil um, Pump. Little Yachty. They shiv you. Like, that's what they do, the yeah. little Waynes. They shiv you. <laughs> Lil <laughs> Sebastian. <laughs> Lil Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they... Oh, we're such nerds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're so happy. How do we have partners? Oh, I've, I've named your laptop in my own head, in my internal monologue, Little Sebastian, by the way, Pete. Oh, that's, that's absolutely brilliant. fantastic. You're, you're fine to do that, yeah. Little Sebastian. Cones of Dunshire. That's what I was thinking about when you <laughs> nerds not, were talking yeah. about uh, tabletop games before. Couldn't mm. help myself. Yeah, so, no, charming little game. Um, I think it's 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 one which is going to do really well on Switch as well because I think a lot of people who even had the GameCube didn't get that game because there was a massive paywall to, to playing co-op, uh, cooperatively on it because you'd have to have the, the, the Game Boy, the the cables to connect it to the console yeah. Like, yeah, you oh, needed like an, ad- an adapter and then oh well, yeah everyone had to bring their own game boy advance didn't they or something yeah, you couldn't actually use the, the controller from the gamecube to do it i don't think <laughs> like so it was really <laughs> of course not why no. would you be able to use the controller for the, yeah. the system that it's on yeah it was pretty it <laughs> yeah. was pretty hot pretty arduous so if they've opened that out that it's an experience that i think a lot of people might have missed out on I think it's going to be... Did, did you have... Oh, sorry. No, sorry, it's, it's okay. I was going to say they were super tongue-in-cheek about that on the direct as well. They were like, and you don't have to have a... Blah, blah, blah. It was like, all right, yeah. Thank you for taking the piss out of X, Y, Z, age me. I mean... Who had to go and justify it to my mum. Th- this, this was the thing. I mean, this was at the time with the console wars when, like, 
well Sony had like Final Fantasy mm. like that's what yeah, it had yeah. like and you, you mm. didn't have Final Fantasy if you had a Nintendo console but then you mm-hmm. did have a Final Fantasy in the shape of Crystal Chronicles you just couldn't play it because you couldn't afford all of the different stuff to oh, so it was a real like backhanded like oh yeah there's this Final Fantasy game but you know it's going to cost you a couple of millions and, to get into and did you play it single player or did you have to play it you could play it single player but it would be very you lonely could, okay. like you'd missed a lot of the, the draw of that okay. game I like the idea that Squaresoft I think we're still Square Squaresoft at that point played the long game well we're not going to make a profit on it now but when we have a Switch console in the 10 years time we're going to be absolutely raking it in what's well, the game plan yeah no I think it's going to be something that people get a lot out of this time round I'll be interested yeah. to play it um, also interested to jump back in for like the fifth or sixth time Final Fantasy 7 Final Fantasy 9 Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 let's not talk about that and Final Fantasy 12 um, I'm super stoked to play all of those games I own them all already like I said I've still got a Vita with 7, 9, 10 uh, and I think they're all on the PlayStation 4 as well including 12 that got remastered with the Zodiac edition which um, as great as the other games are 12 is probably the pinnacle of all the Final Fantasy games that came out on that old era um, are you guys especially nostalgic over them? Can, can you hear that? Can you hear that? Uh, Here we go. That Hovis mm. bread music in the background. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, but now at that point, I probably will put that over uh, the music that I was just playing. <laughs> um, I, I can't wait for them. I really, really love the game. So, are you? Did you jump into any of them? So, Final Fantasy Seven is that? That's not the one that was Final Fantasy Three, is it? Wait, no, Seven. No, Final uh, Fantasy Seven is uh, cloud, the one with Cloud. Yeah, Aerith. the big sword. With the yeah, hair. so I think I played. Oh, I think I played Final Fantasy three back in the day. Did I? Because seven was only ever on the PlayStation, and I think yeah. the old Final Fantasy Final Fantasy three is the one I remember because it was on, on the SNES. Yeah, it was on the SNES. That's, so that's six. Oh, officially. so that one yeah. six. Okay. three was three on the uh, European SNES. Yeah, so that's the one I've played. Um, seven, I've seen people play because a lot of my friends used to have a PlayStation. They were like, oh, this is Final Fantasy. I think I might even see you play it. But I never owned Final Fantasy Seven. That was the split, wasn't it? And I think that's where um, mm. PlayStation kind of got the win because they said, well, wait, we can fit them on four discs and mm. Nintendo's carts just weren't big enough in theory. Or at least that was what seems to be for, the consensus. FMVs, was it? I know yeah. there, was, there was an argument at the time for like the, like the storytelling element of these FMVs for Final Fantasy just it couldn't be like tailored to cartridges was maybe an argument I heard back in the day I've never researched it like but. Mm, I'm super I mean Seven's a great game like it, it's revered it's like probably the best Final Fantasy for most people but I think it's it's like trying to pick the, or pick the best Beatles album it's very the similar um, similar mechanics you know there's not much different it's turn based but then the story just it's whatever resonated with you at the time like I said before on these JRPGs it's very much hit and miss um, did either of you play any of the old Final Fantasies? I, lo- I love that you had to mention the Beatles <laughs> yeah absolutely you know, just, just, just in case people didn't realise where you're from just gotta remind people I, I don't like the Beatles actually but that's a different conversation for a different day we've been in this a couple of times yeah just before we move on from the Final Fantasy point like the one Final Fantasy game which I would be crying out for and it's not there and should be if they could just sort it out Oh, Final Fantasy 14 the, the online one is that 11? Mm. Uh, sorry, Final Fantasy 11. No, it was 14 online as well. No, uh, the most recent Final Fantasy online, which I think was 14, I think. I think, I think it, it is. was as well, yeah. But that's like got a console iteration and if that came on Switch, I would play that 
every well eight days a week yeah why, why is that why why that one compared to the other ones um because mmo it's an mmo yeah it, it's an online right. um it's it's a really well transitioned um pc mmo that got transitioned onto console brilliantly um and i think that's a game that i'm crying out for on switch like an mmo based game released in the west Hmm. Okay, it's interesting. I think it'll because um, I've got a lot, a lot of nostalgia for these games. Seven um, graphically might be quite hard for people to pick up or certainly get back used to. It might be just a little bit of a uh, little bit of juice. Nine is stunning. Um, it's an absolute gorgeous game. Um, the music, the the storyline, everything's just the synergy behind everything's awesome. It's a really great game. 10 fantastic again um one of the first well the first final fantasy to have voice acting in um it's the storylines that stand out for each of them and uh, the grind you know it's very well balanced so again you can progress through it relatively quickly um but you're talking each of those games maybe 40 50 hours of content um 12 is just the, the zodiac system which was the whole reason it's called the zodiac age was ported from i think the japanese version of 12 um, and it's probably one of the most intelligent job systems in an RPG that I've ever played. Isn't it the first time it's not turn-based combat with 12? It's, Did I read something about that? Yeah, you, you can do it in active active time. Um, okay. So it, it's a, you kind of set the characters, you know, jobs to do as and, as and when, but it's like auto uh, functions and you will right. look different auto functions as you progress through the game. So it's okay. like... Oh, is is that kind of like um, Dragon Age Origins? Yeah, like, kind uh, of. Yeah, yeah, similar to that. And I think that's why it, it I was... played that to death. That it was game. such a great game. But 12... The, the, be, s- the best RPG ever. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Get to that another day. Um, that's a bold claim right there. You like, and I might be on the Mass Effect side of that. Um, well, I, I love Mass Effect. Um, uh, Dragon Age Origins, was it you just mentioned? That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Game. Yeah, no, I played, I played that to death. That was a brilliant game best one ever is a shout i'm not sure i'm not sure i could say that but i did really enjoy it i did but yeah either way for from a final fantasy point of view um i can't wait to jump into them um i just really really hope again 12 is probably the best point for people to jump in if they haven't played 7 9 or 10 because mm. if you go into 12 the graphics are pretty up there it's right at the death of the play uh, the playstation 2 but it looks stunning um and i think it'd hold up really well and systems behind it are probably more used to what you played recently um rather than you know the kind of um, classic turn-based uh style that they used to have on the sevens the the eight nine it is weird that we don't have eight on this list i don't know why they've they've held I, off on that i quite enjoyed i quite enjoyed like, like my history with um final fantasy is seven eight and then ten okay. and i actually i've never completed any of them <laughs> <laughs> but I've got, I've got like really far in all of them like literally to like the last discs kind yeah. of like bit, and then just something shiny happens mm. and like you know you just kind of get distracted but um seven <laughs> seven is fantastic eight i actually really liked like a lot i thought I it was really good yeah, yeah there was the um there's that mini game in it which was like super good my only beef with that game was having to press the trigger like Oh, uh, with gun the sword. gun, gun, um, I, I can't remember the name of it. Gun like irrational, I irrationally hate that. Yeah, yeah, reason. completely. Like, it's super annoying. It, I think to the fact that I just didn't do it, and then that probably is why I couldn't complete the game. I just hated when I used to put like mad, like dance combos in to complete like an ultimate, and it'd be like R2, what, R1, X, Y, I'm sorry, I don't want to do that. It's JRPG. Like, I, I want to yeah, do that by like, Parappa the Rapper. Do I can just, I could just, 
just see Stevie like sat there and it comes off on the screen like press please press this one button to get out of the room and he's like no that's it I'm not leaving this room that's as far as I've got controller across the room <laughs> yeah that's a prerequisite for every game do I have to press a button right Grand Theft Auto don't want to play it checks the control mapping before he starts yeah, you can't yeah. Auto. no golf story I, I can play this uh, yeah everything on one button <laughs> yeah, uh, that's press it. button to complete game. Yes, my favorite. Simple mode. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no. Final Fantasy Ten was like that was like the the Final Fantasy game for me. I remember. Remember, I actually remember release date for that game. Like we went out the night before. It was like uh, on a Thursday night. Got absolutely like fully trashed. <laughs> and this is this is how bad it was. This is kind of like when I was, I must have just turned like 18 or yeah, I must have been about 18. This is like completely dating me, by the way. Yeah, it is. And uh, <laughs> it was like sh- sh- student night. I had the next day off work and was so hammered that I thought that kind of like break dancing, like on the floor in the street would be like a great idea. Obviously I can't break dance and was doing it on like broken that's not, glass. That's not which was this is a turn from a game a story about Final Fantasy to a cry for help it's like an AA yeah. meeting help, help, me, me, yeah. help me guys help me guys discord um, intervention but no no like completely randomly um, met met these, these these group of girls and just like was chatting to them while breakdancing as you do it's like my best pickup line how can you you can breakdance and, and hold a conversation yeah, ladies are you gonna can buy Final Fantasy 10 tomorrow in my mind yeah. in my mind I was breakdancing in reality I was just laying on the floor on my back breaking <laughs> convulsing and talking to these uh, lovely ladies and um, and randomly and randomly um like, like, like you know how you just randomly like meet people on like nights out and we were just talking to them about like nerdy stuff and we was like oh yeah tomorrow we're gonna go buy Final Fantasy 10 because obviously that's like a great pickup line of course mm. and um, so we got their number and uh, the next day we just text them we're like we're gonna be playing Final Fantasy uh, 10 now do you wanna come around we'll go down Virgin Megastores this is how long ago Ooh. it was Virgin Megastores hot take pick up Final Fantasy 10 meet this girl and then um uh, for, our, for our American listeners, that's that's just like a, a, an old school store. I like just, I absolutely, I really loved how you you went more and more southern as you were telling that story. And you started off, <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah, so Final Fantasy Ten, and then you know, it was break dancing, and then I met these gals, and I was like, all right, have you have your number? Are you all right, are you fine, hey, out? Dave, is there Dave. any? Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dave, uh, yeah, pack it in, mate. Um, no, that was absolutely. Uh, to be fair, I remember buying it every single Final Fantasy game. I'd have the Prima strategy guide as well, and I just Cheat. remember the artwork. Yeah, yeah, right, okay, whatever, mate. Wait, wait, he didn't finish his story. What happened with the girls? Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, are you married? No, no, but best friend for life went to a wedding the other year. Well done. Wow, that's so a good story. Never, that is a never, great story. Um, never actually, no, no like romantic involvement. Yeah, so. Just, uh, just bonded over Final Fantasy X and, uh, and breakdancing on Broken Glass. And uh, yeah, no, like a uh, lifelong friend. Moral she got story. She, um, no, she doesn't. Um, actually, she, she's, uh, she lives, she's, uh, she's up, she's up, blah, I've lost the ability to speak. She's from up north. <laughs> 
from a, a probably a rival town to uh we have cities mate you can name the city jeez like we're not it's not it, just north it's not the uh, it's not manchester it's the other one okay hmm. where the uh, the, Wook- the wookies are from <laughs> yeah oh sunderland definitely sunderland um <laughs> no, i love, I love uh, how the moral Warrington. story by oh. oh yeah i thought that'd be your uh... there's nothing wrong with worrying no, it's team. fine actually they we... got a good rugby uh rugby league team it's not what we they were love gonna... rugby league don't they yeah yeah and yeah. we're back to the direct at some point okay. yes. <laughs> finalized so final fantasy super oh, excited God. over and um, super smash brothers we'll kind of whiz through this part it's not very interesting super smash brothers nintendo switch ultimate edition bundle includes the download code and special console decals and controllers and that's launching November 16th ahead of the game um, anyone going to pick that up or are you happy mm. with your own no I'm getting the Pro Controller Steelbook Edition I imagine yeah I've gone for the Ultimate Edition with the GameCube controller the little port to yeah, make yeah. it work and then the game I think it's in the Steelbook you doing Switch TV I, I'm going to uh, buy the official uh, Tipex and just draw a line on my controller <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah you're not big on Smash are you you're not a Smash fan I've just I just it it just didn't come out at the time the right Don't time. Don't be shy now. So <laughs> I like I, I tried playing it on the the Wii U and I just didn't get it. like I, I really I really like Street Fighter and like kind of one on one games. I'm not particularly good at them, so I never play them online because I don't want to be shamed like that. But kind of like on a couch <laughs> like that. Like that. I'm okay being <laughs> shamed break dancing yeah, in glass, break. but being shamed yeah. on computer games is too far That's, for me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Break dancing on glass. Not not so much now. Okay. Not so much now. But um, reveal. Really? Maybe. Sure. Do you like break dancing on glass and being shamed for it? Find out next week when we go to EGX. (laughs) 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 It might be worth me getting a ticket then. Just yeah, you should do. Get yourself down. We'll be filming it, don't worry. You've got spare, yeah, okay, spare okay, space on the floor as long as you pay for half of Mark's uh, accommodation, then it's absolutely fine because he's staying <laughs> on the sofa. Yeah, sofa time. Uh, Animal Crossing. Do so I have to bring my own um, house coat or whatever you call it? I love how I said, <laughs> yeah. I said Animal Crossing and you said something that wasn't relative but also relative to Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes, you do have to bring house coat if you're coming. Yeah, okay. Am I sleeping on a sofa? No, well, there's a bed and there's a sofa, and at the moment, you're more than welcome oh, to stay okay. in the bed. Who is it that you're wanting to top and tail with, Mark? Do tell. Hmm. Is Stevie he, coming? That's a very good point. Yeah. If he is, then he's more than welcome to. Because I've seen, well, you're, I've you're seen right. some of his moves. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of glass on the floor. Oh, he's off. <laughs> Yeah. Um, right okay so yeah final one Animal Crossing is anyone excited um, I am yeah yeah because I love New New Leaf was was a fantastic game that I really enjoyed on the 3DS and I didn't expect it. I bought it it was some sort of sale and I just thought I'll get this because everyone's raving about it mm. and I can't explain what you do in the game that just makes it this enormous time sink but there's a lot of just wandering around, chatting to the other animals, and one of them will go, um, we're collecting these fossils for the celebration tomorrow. <laughs> if you see any fossils, bring them to me. And then you wander around, and there'll be a couple of fossils, and then you're like, oh, I need to kind of turn this off and then turn it back on again tomorrow, because every day it kind of resets with new, you know, so 
some of the trees might not have fruit on them, but the next day they will. Sometimes there'll be fossils in these locations. And then the other day they'll move. You'll get different bugs depending on the time of year, the time of day. So it's kind of like this sort of seasonal little world environment that you jump into and you say hi to these little characters that are all doing different things on different days. And it's this super surreal experience. But I, I just found I was playing it for like days and days and days. It's really fun. So looking else? To it on the Switch. It, yeah. I'm looking for some pounds. So if you find any, it would really help me with a celebration. <laughs> That's what you're really into, Mark. Then come on, mate. Yeah. Commit to it. Stevie Nook. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get you some of that, mate. <laughs> no, no probs. What, what will, my, will I get any rewards? Like little trinkets for my house? Oh, break dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. There you go. That, some, that's the end. fireworks. <laughs> He'll give you some broken Holding glass for fireworks. your house. <laughs> Holding the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the reveal as well, where they they, they opened it, and you, oh, I was like, oh, yes, new Animal Crossing. And then, and then it transitioned into, oh, it's just a, another Smash character. Just another Smash character. That's how spoiled we've become. Yeah. And then, oh, no, we are going to give you a new Animal Crossing game. That sort of journey emotional journey that they put us on was very well played the and then they showed Tom Nook looking at the dark web he was involved in building the dark web yeah. Tom he, actually, Nook. he actually looks it's a like, bit like Pete and I do at the moment on this camera yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like what, what's he buying on uh, the Spice was it Spice Road is that the, uh, the website <laughs> yeah. yeah mate he's absolutely <laughs> minted as well so you can buy whatever mm-hmm. he wants you know what I mean do you know instead of um, Isabel um, on Smash. I would have liked, you know, Rossetti, you know, that angry mm. little mole. Because I imagine he'd have a really cool move set with his little shovel and stuff. Like. I think it was a weird one. And I think they picked up on that on NBC. The fact that Isabel was only introduced in New Leaf rather than like some of the the other characters that have been on there. I, I couldn't care less. So I've never played an Animal Crossing. I probably will buy this one because I did really enjoy Stardew. And you've said it's very, very similar, the two games. Yeah, I think there's a lot of parallels mm. between Stardew Valley and, and Animal Crossing, particularly um, Stardew's like community centre and building mm. that up and things. There's a lot of similar things. there where you go and collect certain things to unlock um, different areas. When I say I couldn't care less, that's not to uh, shit on any of the Animal Crossing fans out there. That's just because I'm a Pikachu main and that's all I'm going to be rocking in Smash constantly <laughs> to annoy everyone. Um, I heard, um, I heard, I read that Stealth <laughs> did a few tweets today about how popular Isabelle is in Japan and that's why they, they uh, think about okay. the, the character because apparently like in, in Japan they absolutely love her. Like she's like the the, the icon. Yeah, I like the idea of that. I like the idea. They keep the Beyonce, do you say? The, the Beyonce of Animal Crossing. <laughs> the Beyonce of Animal Crossing. I'd like to see the Kanye of that. Um, I'm quite excited to see... That's Tom Nook. That is Tom Nook. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. It's because, isn't it, is it Famitsu, the magazine over there, where they seem mm. to run polls over who would you prefer to see? And it seems to run in tandem with then what character is released, which is quite Isabel interesting. Isabel or Can- Kanye. Isabel or Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, is Kanye wearing his Roblox suit or not? I think we've just um, I think we just named the episode there. By the way, Isabel or Kanye? I think what what's the the kid with the guitar? What's the the animal in it with the guitar? Uh, um, that's John, John Mayer. It's like Animal uh, Crossing's uh, Ed Sheeran. It's Ed Sheeran. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Ed Sheeran. Ed. Ed. No, it's like K. He's got a cool K or cool. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, LL Cool J Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. I can't remember his damn name. I just remember LL Cool J in Deep Blue Sea. That was a great film where he played a chef 
And he just kept on reminding oh, yeah. himself that there's that, sharks that... there. And he's like, I'm a chef. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And he had a parrot. He had a pet parrot that kept on like flying around the place and shark at it. I would love Kate, to know. K.K. Slider. That's it. K.K. Slider. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like he's a like better rap name. with the guitar. Yeah, there's a character Animal called K.K. Slider. Yeah, he plays that's guitar. One K away from a very red. <laughs> <character. laughs> he is white as well. KK Slider K. <laughs> he's he's very very white, and he's playing like an acoustic guitar, sat on a little stool. Oh, is he playing like, Julian banjo? They make it into a banjo. <laughs> yeah, yeah like Oh, you got music. it. Nice. KKK <laughs> K. Slider. <laughs> Staring at people. Ah, I'm really un- uncomfortable with the direction of this. I'm pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to say it was like Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing's bumming Ed Sheeran. It got it got pretty dark. We that went dark. (laughs) Did go bloody dark. Um, So yeah, but I mean, who can say if they're good or bad, Pete? (laughs) Very good comment. (laughs) Oh dear. Oh no. Right. Let's let's really pack out of that. Let's carry on. Let's let's dig out of that. To the the darkest places of Mark's mind. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you and. um, this is what happens when, when two southern people get in a discord chat it goes it goes crazy it just, know, yeah this is affluence for you god forbid dirty self with a dirty self <laughs> i'm just doing my waistcoat up hold on carry on what um so i'm just checking my eyes one second <laughs> 45 pounds yeah so on the face of it guys are we happy with the direct yeah, I am. I don't think there was yeah. any. I don't think there was anything um, particularly like blowing the doors off it. But there was some good announcements. Um, I know everybody's been waiting for Animal Crossing for a long time. I think it, the Switch has now become the, like the Final Fantasy box, hasn't it? Which yeah. came out of nowhere. Not a bad thing. Um, yeah, I think if if you were into Final Fantasy or if you were into to Animal Crossing, this was a really good direct for you. It was cool, Mark. You've got to because I was on WhatsApp with uh, Dan here and. Um, when the Final Fantasy games were all dropped. I mean, mm. the stream of like gibberish that we were getting just when 12 was announced was was quite strong. And then it just <laughs> went full, like meltdown text. I've actually taken a photo of it. I'll put it on Twitter later. <laughs> just the text of just... <laughs> oh my Screams. God. Ah! Yeah, I lost my shit. So excited. I was sat rocking it back at 12 o'clock in the conservatory. Uh, it's like it, those videos of those people uh, on YouTube where like Metro Prime 4 has been announced and they're just like bouncing off the walls. <laughs> That's how I could see you. And- yeah, absolutely. Was he lo- yeah, I reckon he was like N64 kid. Oh man, <laughs> that's a very, very deep cut. Yeah, I like that. Deep cut, nice. Yeah. No, I was, I was going off it here. I was absolutely made up. It's more, it's that everyone has those games, don't they, where you can you can remember them and how they made you feel as a child. They're not necessarily great games now, as in they don't necessarily stand up as well as X, Y, and Z, or, you know, the genre has moved on a hell of a lot from that. I always talk about Persona 5 being the best JRPG out there. Um, absolutely is. Don't at me. Um, so from my perspective, to see part of my childhood coming onto a Nintendo console that I can take portable, it's kind of retired my Vita, and then it's also gone, okay, yeah, you're going to play it on a bigger screen, you're going to be able to play it on your, your, you're going to be able to play it in bed, you're going to be able to, I just love the fact it's portable again. Um, I'm super, super, super happy about it. And again, Crystal Chronicles got fond memories of playing that with you, Pete. Yeah, I mean, this is like nostalgia time, isn't it? Was the first Animal Crossing on GameCube as well? Um, Was it? 
Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. So this really yeah. is like a. If you look at everything we've been talking about, there's quite a lot of parallels to the GameCube there with Crystal Chronicles, Luigi's Mansion, with with um, Animal Crossing as well. Like it's quite nice, and Star Fox, mm-hmm. which was that on GameCube. Yeah, Star Fox Adventures was on GameCube. Yeah, it was. Which game? Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Stevie, yourself? Yeah, no, definitely like solid games all the way through. Uh, I'm really happy they showed more uh, Demon X Machina because that looks like I thought. Is this going to be like a Zone of Enders kind of game where yeah, it looks great yeah. mm-hmm. and is a bit of a turd? But no, it looks it looks <laughs> it looks really good. Yeah, no, I and, really uh, like that yeah, too. I'm I'm sold on that. Starlink looks like the Star Fox or like that Wars game that I want to play yeah. right now. And oh. like, ta- oh, so good. No, sorry, I was just going to agree with you there. Like the, the thing that made me pre-order is it just it's just a swan song to the old Lilac Wars. Yeah, it really is. Mm. Sorry, mate, go on. I... But no, yeah, there's just like that. There's there's so many games that I'm like definitely like yes, I want that, and and then you look at these release dates and they're all coming out at the same time. You're like, not sure how I'm gonna <laughs> play or like, let alone buy them. It's like I could buy if I buy them all. Like, how am I gonna play them all? Yeah. And it's yeah. just kind of that. That's my that's my my only problem is like right now I'm trying to work out how I'm going to be able to play all these games and still go to work and still maintain a relationship with my girlfriend and my family. Like I can't do all of those things. I think I'm just going to have to like quit my job or something. This was never a problem in the Wii U era, was it, Mark? No, th- this never is the a problem. Like we were, I, we were I, dreaming I, of this problem. Yeah, we were. And sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for, haven't you? Yeah, you really do. Because, uh, yeah, it, it is hard on the old paycheck and the time at the moment. There's just so much content. And the the indie scene is so huge now, obviously. Dead for and, and, yeah. They've even, you know, it's so huge, they have to separate it into these separate directs. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, the Wii U era, they would have done, like, a whole direct just on one indie title, probably. Yeah, <laughs> um, they would have done. Yeah. <laughs> it would have featured huge. The fact that something like... Um, you know, even something like Wasteland 2, which has just dropped, if that was coming out on the Wii U, it probably would have got like half a direct or something just mm. going on about it. It's just bangers um, coming out nonstop. And then yeah. you can just see the, the Switchy charts just l- literally littered with uh, games that, you, you, whatever your budget, you can go there and buy a 9 out of 10 game. Mm. I, I, I think six months ago, if Wasteland 2 came out, I would have like 100% yeah. bought that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. But That's I right. Just, That's a good I just challenge. can't, I can't now because I just. Like every, every time a game comes out that's like already been out, I have to go on like how long to beat. And yeah. then if it's over a certain amount of time, then I'm just like, I'm not going to finish this game. So I'm either going to like, do I want to just play half a game or yeah? Or like if, I, if I'm going to play it for the channel, then I will commit to like playing that game all the way through unless like I really like despise the game or something. Mm. So like I'll, I'll commit to playing like the whole game. But like I, yeah, I don't want to play like a, a forty-hour game for the channel. It takes <laughs> it takes like like a year. Like people will have to watch me play the same game for a year because I'm sure people will get bored of it after. Well, a while, I, I so. think I think it kind of segues into the, like the the wrapping up of the podcast today. But from my perspective, mate, I know how how difficult and how time consuming it is to edit video. Um, to sit there do that on your own to be able to support channel on your own and then on top of that to be able to bring out legitimately good content it's rare and especially from you know you've got quite a few hundred subs now on youtube you built up a good fan base of people that care about it and i think from our perspective like you know the grinds it's hard but it's not as hard when you're doing something you're passionate about so picking that game must be super 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 important to you 
Oh yeah, it's it's super super stressful. Or just pick short <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, pick good games. Pick good games. Um, so just a bit of fan service for anyone um, going to EGX next week. So we've got a couple of appointments booked. We can't wait to go and see Catastronauts. Um, we're there for the Saturday. Is that right? Yeah, we're there Saturday. Yeah, Catastronauts looks amazing. Catastronauts. We're going to go and speak to Game Drive about two unannounced Switch games, which is super super fun. I bought a glossy new microphone, which I'm going to be testing out. We're actually going to do video interviews which i'm i'm shitting myself over mark you're going to do them as oh, well microphone pete's, pete's videoing um scarecrow uh, scarecrow studio so we're seeing a game called three minutes to midnight which is a point and click adventure which i'm pretty sure you're going to be uh, enjoying mm, mark will be all over that um, oh, i love i love a point and click adventure it, it, he does love a point it's and intimidating adventure. i love pointing and i love clicking <laughs> yeah it's intimidating how many great games there are just for nintendo alone that are there and then um, what's it called three minutes to midnight three minutes to midnight yeah <laughs> That's about it's like. Oh god! Okay, I was going to say it's like zero dark thirty. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty damn dark. It's a sound like code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot him. He's down. Um, but yeah, we we can't wait to go, and I'm I'm can't wait to actually meet you in person, Mark. It's going to be quite weird. Oh. I know. It's going to be almost, quite, yeah, looking forward to seeing me and you guys. Quite emotional. I can't follow that now. Everything I say, it's just going to sound awful. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, looking yeah. forward to meeting you guys. Yeah, if you want to make it a little bit kind of more comfortable, all you need to do is get an old laptop, cut out the screen. Yes. And yes. then just talk to him holding yes. it up. So, just do genius. that as well. As long as he's dressed behind it, then okay. it'll be absolutely fine. And then uh, it, with the use of perspective, I could just get a little a little exercise bike and bring it really close. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You just hold it next to you. Okay, mate, and a house coat. Um, it, would, yeah. it would make me feel more comfortable. If, if, if you don't want to wear clothes, just have an elaborate sheet set up as well. Yes. Make sure mm. it's not a white sheet, being from the South. KKK point. slider. Um, but you know otherwise I'll, I'll get, I've really lowered the tone of this one haven't I I'm sorry hey lads. mate you know lower it as far as you want to I think, I think we were down in the dirt right. before you came <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, uh, Steve where can, ever, where, where can everyone find your content if they need to go online again uh, if you go to that Google I've and, not heard uh, of it you type in age of boredom then you, you're going to probably hit my Twitter or um, you're going to hit my YouTube, both Age of Boredom. Ju- just for those of you who uh, don't know, uh, the internet is a place where many people can contribute ideas and share mm. um, messages, yeah, sure. pictures, sites. Together, you can play with your friends online. The internet's an amazing mm. thing. I just think we need to get Nintendo to do a really how, how a, elaborate video for that. Yeah, can is we record, record that again and we'll we'll put that video over it of the, the kids playing that's great can we just go again right three <laughs> two one thanks and you're in the room okay guys <laughs> so um i've been at danny war 2707 pete at gcube preacher mark what are you this week at smart tweeter <laughs> smart tweeter we will be at egx next saturday age of boredom it's been an absolute pleasure cheers <laughs> bye bye guys oh, I'm glad you enjoyed bye, me <laughs> <laughs> that's what and now said. for the after party let's go